Yo, we can't stay alive forever So shit hit the fan and we might as well die together I'm high as ever, more holes and more cheddar G-Unit move around with them pounds and Berettas Yeah, faggot, if I want it, I'm gon' have it Regardless if it's handed to me, y'all gotta grab it Don't make an ass out of yourself trying to stop me I'm cocky, rap's rocky, nigga, you sloppy You know that I'm eight levels above you, nigga I plug you, nigga, I never heard of you, nigga It's ugly, nigga, I'm the wrong one to provoke and rat no niggas is only gonna leave you smoke Come on. So the only thing left now is toast for these cowards right. I got no friends, fuck most of these cowards right. They pop shit till we start approaching these cows While we lay around dollars, uh. they lay around flowers Tell the commission, you ask for permission to hit him He don't like me, him and wild wifey was with him You heard of us, the murderous, most shady Been on the low lately, the feds hate me The son of Satan, they say my killing's too blatant You hesitating you, you already know what it is. You're listening to the Urban Product. It's your boy DME. It's your boy Cozy Rich. And how are we doing today? You know, I'm doing all right. Just sat in traffic for two hours, but other than that, I'm living my best life per usual. Hey. It's crazy though, like, bro. I never realized how much I hate fucking traffic. Like, no, I hear you. No, you don't get it. Like, I was. I don't? Nah, my ass started hurting, bro. Like, my back started hurting. I was just like, yo. I want to just go in the the hazard, the side lane, and just drive all the way through. But, you know, you can't be doing wreck shit like that. It honestly made me want a motorcycle. Because the dude with a motorcycle just pulled up on me mm-hmm. and just started weaving through traffic. And I was just like, wow, it must be nice. Meanwhile, I'm just stuck here. Got to sit back here, wait, wait for cars to move. And the thing I don't understand is there always comes a point where you just start speeding up out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Why? I do that all the time. My, my thing is... How does that make sense? There was no accident. There was no there was no one being pulled over. It's just open lanes out of nowhere. I mean, normally when that happens, it's like... I think traffic begins is because everyone's trying to cut each other off while they're driving, you feel me? So people just merge in other lanes, cut other people off, which makes other cars stop. Then all the cars... All the cars stop behind them, and then that creates traffic, you feel me? But I think if everyone just stayed in one lane, the entire course of driving, and that just merge when they have to take their exit, fam, there'd be no traffic. Things would just be driving through that sh- through 93 like it's... Bro, like- it don't make sense, though, how that really, like, creates such a clusterfuck of traffic. Yeah. Well, you're telling me, fam, you know, like, you remember I, live, I work in Boston, right? Yeah, you do without all I do time. this shit every day, fam. <laughs> like, when I want to pull up to Medford to see you, we scheduled to meet at 7. I got to leave here by 5. <laughs> Just to get to you by 6.45. You I mean, me? it's 7.30 right now when we're recording this. I got here approximately, like, 20 minutes ago. I left my job exactly at 5.03. Yeah. My Negro. Exactly. Yo, shit takes time. Once I got on um 93 South, I was so happy. Because <laughs> there was no traffic Like That just Ugh Yeah that's me when I get on 24 finally I'm just like Ah okay Because like When I get on 24 From 93 I know it should take me 30 minutes to get home Exactly Flat 30 minutes to get home So as soon as I get on 24 I'm like Alright it's a smooth route All the way back Zoom 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 Facts Um, What was I going to say And especially with the casino Open now That yeah. shit creates so much traffic also. Yo. 93 is back to the fuck up. Bro, as soon it's as crazy. I live in Medford out. now. And like, it's so I, I was living in Bridgewater, obviously, this entire year with you and everything. 
So, like, moving back to Medford, you start to realize how much development has been done and how much development is still going on. Mm-hmm. And, my God, the amount of condos, the amount of, ha- the amount of like, apartment houses just getting yeah. built, all because of freaking casino is ridiculous, bro. Like, my thing is... First of all, there's no parking. Where, where are you putting all these damn cars? <laughs> where, where, the North Shore is not that big for all these people. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. And then it just start, started having me thinking, like, yo, I want to move out in a year. Where the fuck am I going to move out? You already want to leave Medford? No, I don't want to move. I don't want to leave Medford. I have a five-year plan to oh, leave Medford. Yeah, it's out of my crib. Oh, okay. But, like, the North Shore is just crazy expensive. Like, if I want to leave, I got to go, like, north and north, like... Peabody, Salem, Haverhill. Damn, I feel like if you live in any of those spots, that shit's gonna be money. It's cheaper than living in Medford. Yeah, yeah, because you're like closer to Boston. Boston. So I feel you. But like, or you can just go say fuck North Shore and just move South Shore. Why would I do that? I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm chilling out here. (laughs) When I tell people my my rent, they're like, "Oh wow, really? I gotta pay this, that, and the third. And I'm like, "But you also got roommates too, like." Yeah, true. No, that's true too. But that's why I like add everything up. Um, like it'd be like it'd be perfect like with the job I have now if I was still living here I would be in my bag bro like just saving money yeah but it's like living in the North Shore is just a different atmosphere because there's more people it's more lively there's more shit to do I just feel I'm not gonna lie bro like these last three weeks of moving home I just feel happier Mm -hmm. just because like I have the freedom to do whatever I want like I'm not trapped in my like Bridgewater you low key trapped if like you don't have plans made and like you're you don't feel like just wasting money to waste money. Mm-hmm. You're you're trapped in your crib. Yeah. And as a result, there's not there's nothing to do around Bridgewater. There's no activities and shit. So you're stuck here. Like yeah. Medford could go in Boston. Like last week, I went to the commons just walk around. Feel me? I felt very nice. I was one with nature. I was on my transcendentalism shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My fault. I just haven't heard that term since high school, so that's why I laughed. Walt Whitman. <laughs> Walt Whitman. Yeah. Good you know me. what I'm talking about. And then another thing. I mean, I feel you the same when I'm down in Bridgewater. I have nothing to do. And then when I have to go to North Shore for, like, work and I'm linking somebody. For some reason, when I already have plans, I want to create other plans. That's what I'm saying. Like before and after those plans. You yeah. Feel me? So I have like, because if I'm gonna be in North Shore, I want to be there for a minute. You feel me? I don't want to just chill there for like an hour. Way to you, we do what we got to do back, and then when we're done, it's like, damn, I really got to drive all the way back to Bridgewater. Mm, not now. worth it. Like yeah, like only time I'm up north right now is when I have to go to work. So when I just want to chill, that's when I want to find everybody to link with. But. Everybody knows me. I'm like I'm bad at making plans. I pretty much try to make plans on the fly, day of, and yeah, on the fly. And now, especially since I don't even got that much time to be linking people, it's just slow. Anytime I want to pull I up, I feel like when you don't have time, it's easier to make. First of all, this is adult. We're, we real life adults. Here. Oh yeah, fuck this I've been shit. Like this for a minute though. I hear it, but like fuck it. Yeah, it's not fun. I was thinking about that today. I was like, damn, I'm really working a seven to five. I go home. Yeah, not a nine to five, a seven to five. That's nuts. It doesn't feel like, bro. The first hour, like we're in meetings. Like those meetings are, they just fly by. Mad boring. Like it's nothing. It's not work. Mm-hmm. And, and um, the last hour is just like me putting in shit into my database. So it's, and I got an hour break. So it really doesn't feel like a ten hour work day mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, is it ten hour work day? Well, nine hour work day because I get the hour break. But like, bro, I was I was just at work thinking like, damn, I'm working a seven to five. I go home after work, 
I have yet to like start my gym routine because it's just I got I need to get the energy. Yeah. Yeah. So I start. I uh, get out of work, go home, shower. By the time that's over, it's like seven. Then I'm like, damn, I'm going to bed in four hours, three, four hours. What the yeah. fuck do I do? So I eat, watch Netflix. It's ten. Now I'm like, damn, my day is done. Bro, then you just wake up and do the same shit. Like, I really look forward to the weekends now, as bad as that sounds. Mm-hmm. No, I ain't you 100%. Like, me, most of the time, for some reason, um, I had, like, a limited availability at my job when I was in school. And then after, and I, after I changed my availability, they fucking overpiled my schedule. So now I'm, like, overtime every fucking week, which is cool, I guess, to an extent. But now I'm like, all right, pretty much every day I'm working a double or I'm at my job, like, at some point of the day. You feel me? Only days off, like I told you before, are Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday, we do the podcast. Wednesday, um, uh, it's kind of my chill day, but I'm still doing podcast shit on that Wednesday. So it's I feel I literally go to work, come home, sleep, wake up, probably another double. If I'm working a night shift, probably with shorty during the day. So, like, it's like now I got a legit schedule every single day. And it's like, damn, fam. When the days where I don't have any responsibilities and I get just to just chill and do nothing, fam, nobody I get, is seeing me. I get restless, me. bro. Nobody is seeing me. No days like that, me, days like that, I feel like a bum. When you're not doing anything? Yeah, because that never really happens. Oh, I, I love those days. I like, feel I'm you. I'm always doing something. Nah, <laughs> like for me, like I, I'll enjoy it for like two hours. Then I'm just like, all right, what the fuck do I want to do now? Like, yeah. what's the word? Let me do something. Like, I'm not doing anything today. Like, let me enjoy this actual day. You feel me? And do something I want to do rather than just sitting on my ass not doing anything. But you're right. I, I should take advantage of that more and just lay back and relax, catch up on some sleep. Oh, yeah. When I get to catch up on the shows... Like the Netflix or the Hulu shows, I'm lit. I'm lit. People be like, yo, you spent all day in the crib? Yes. <laughs> I have yet to get yes. tired of Haitian food. Ah, and that's another thing, fam. I like I don't cook out here. I don't I, I don't know why. I think it's just the process of cooking. I just I'm too lazy to take that time to do that shit. But when I'm also back in the North Shore and I'm back home and the mother is around, yo, and she just cooked. Fam, the whole block is lit. Huh? <laughs> the whole block is lit, huh? yo. I love Haitian food, man. And I like, I fuck that shit up every time my mom cooks. Um, but, quick little updates. Happy Father's Day for all the fathers or single mothers out there, sing- or single parents in general. Happy Father's Day to anybody that needs to hear it, you feel me? Um, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't have any yeah I was about to say to I wasn't gonna shit. I wasn't yeah, I, I don't know like I guess yeah and that's crazy because I've been telling people uh, <laughs> this before how some sometimes I feel like America don't give a shit about Father's Day they don't it's just a holiday <laughs> just to, just because they made Mother's Day like alright here Father's Day yeah that's, that's how it is how I feel it that's yeah. honestly how I feel Mother's Day it. is really celebrated Father's Day is just another day yeah like if like if a dad um it's if you don't up. tell a dad happy Father's Day you know he'd be straight but you don't tell your mom Happy Mother's Day? It's an issue. Oh, it's hell. It's hell. I got to tell my mom Happy Mother's Day on Mother's Day and Haitian Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> you got to, that's, the then again, though, that that's shit, just bro? the, that's just the gender norms. Like, I feel girls are more sensitive, like, to care about that shit. Like, dudes, on Father's Day, I'm, I guarantee, like, most fathers just want to be left alone. Like, word, it's my day, bet, leave me alone. Facts. I know that me, when I have kids, Father's Day is my day. Wife, take the kids, leave. 
Leave me to watch my sports, watch my TV, watch my movies, and eat. That's mm-hmm. all I want to do. Yeah. If I can't get that on Father's Day, it was a failure. Mm, I hear that definitely. <laughs> I hear that definitely. I can't wait to fucking ignore the shit out of my kids on Father's Day. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> but yeah, happy Father's Day to anybody that. Needed to hear happy. All the fathers in their kids' lives keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. Facts. Don't I ain't be, gonna say congrats because you're doing your job. Exactly. <laughs> don't be like bitch boy Lou from Fresh Prince. You feel me? My man left Will when he was like, ah. Remember that scene when fucking oh Will's yeah pick, when Will's dad came back yeah. into the and he just skirted out of nowhere like oh I'll be back. And then we got that legendary ass scene from Will where he like was crying. Why and doesn't shit. he love me? Yeah, Why doesn't he fam. Want me? I watch that shit all the time and I'm like, damn, I'm. <laughs> My dad's right down the street, my nigga. <laughs> like, but I feel you. And like me, I'm like me, I'm on like bad terms with my dad right now. But it's really crazy. Like, I'm on bad terms with my dad, but he's still right down the street. You feel me? Like, I still got him right there. And other people don't if, even know what it is. Is that? Yeah, don't even know where this is at. I don't doesn't you. talk to them at all or any type of shit like that. So, I gotta be grateful for something. You feel me? Oh, every situation is different. Um. But yeah, shout out to the dads that are actually there, you feel me? I bet. Let's let's get into this podcast shit. Yeah, let's do it. Let's Go ahead, open this shit up. <clears throat> so, um, well, it's not recent, but it's been getting a lot of publicity. Sadly, that is, like now, that is getting all the publicity that it has been getting. But um, we're going to open up with what's going on in Sudan. And what's been going on in Sudan is over the past, like, two to three years, their president, his name is... Omar al-Bashir, well, he's the former president now because he stepped down um, two days ago. Their president, al-Bashir, who was, uh, let's just say he's very corrupt. He's not even a president. He's more like a dictator. And uh, what he has recently been doing or done over the past couple years is he's been in other countries, like just governing Sudan and everything. He spent like over $100 million, $180 million just in travel fees, just staying in other countries. Okay. He spent more than one-third of the last two years in other countries rather than his country, right? Okay. And as he's doing this... President or prime minister or whatever? President. Okay. I, I, he's a dictator, in my opinion. Was a dictator. Okay. And, I, and um, what he was doing was he was he was using his military to basically get what he wants done in Sudan and everything. So as a result, like he committed a mass genocide of his people, which is basically like the military just wiping people out if they didn't agree with their ideology, ideologies. For example, um, Su- Sudanese people that spoke English, Sudanese people that believed in democracy, Western values, massacred, shot down. Mm. And um, so recently what's happened over the well, last two days, he stepped down, right? Yep. And as a result of him stepping down, there was no one to take power. You know what I mean? Like, there's a power struggle right now. So right now there's a group. They want a democracy, which is basically most of the country. Because they're tired of dealing with this dictator. Like, he has all these... He has a great palace. Like, he has an, all these nice things. And his people are suffering. So, there's that. And... Wait, hold on. So, um... Just because this is me kind of learning about everything with the everyone else that doesn't know. So, it, was he the cause of, um... He's been the president genocide? for 30 years. No, no, I know, but you yeah. remember that genocide you were just talking about? Yeah. Was he the cause of that, or was... Did something just happen while he wasn't there? 
he's basically the cause. He's the cause of everything, bro. Like everything is a chain reaction from him. Okay, and his ruling and his his ideologies. No, but I'm saying like when all this shit went down, was he there? Like was he there for that? No, he wasn't there. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's doing everything from afar, which makes it even worse. Like yeah. you're not even involved in your country and you're doing shit like this. Mm-hmm. So he stepped down. The military threw his ass in jail. I don't understand that because he was ruling the military. So I need to learn more information about that. I want to give the the viewers and listeners false information. Yep. But after that, the military has now taken over and they're in charge now and they're just ruling shit. Like they're they're not trying to be become a democracy. They enjoy the power that they have right now mm-hmm. and they're trying to keep it. So now it's the military versus the people and most of the people want a democracy. So that's really what's going on right now. So, it's really just been getting traction in in the Western world recently just because of social media. Everyone's uh, making their profile page, or not profile, but yeah, profile page. Right? Yeah, that blue. Yeah, that it's blue make, making it blue as a, a sign of solidarity and togetherness and like you support the Sudanese people. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he's, he's their president, Omar al-Bashir, is responsible for the deaths of hundreds of thousands of Sudanese people. And now they've arrested him. Yeah. And the military is the in mi- charge. And now the military is in charge, and they're just killing people, raping women, like, doing whatever the fuck they want. Okay. So, my question to you, I have a couple questions after after hearing about all of that. All right, I'll answer the best I can. Why are we just now learning and talking about this? And secondly, should other countries intervene and help out? Um, I'll give you my take first. You want it, You want my take first? Yeah. All right. So as it pertains to why are we just now hearing this? For one, we're only hearing about this now because it's gaining traction on social media, and we we, we all know how powerful so, social media is. Now. Of course. So I feel like if Twitter wasn't a thing, IG wasn't a thing, then we wouldn't be learning about it because as re- you know, mainstream media chooses to really only highlight the things that they want to highlight. They never really. You never really hear about things going on in Africa or places in third world countries because... Well, can can I just cut in right there? I feel like we do hear about things like that, except... If it doesn't have an an effect, a direct effect on us as a country and nation, Mm -hmm. we're not talking about it. Yeah, but I also feel like we do hear about shit like this all the time, except like, once again, we're hearing a bunch of this shit all the time, so we're never really... Um, picking, we're never really picking apart which ones we really need to pay attention to until something big happens. You feel me? So in the beginning of all this shit, yeah, there were probably some news articles out. We it was probably out somewhere that this was going on, but nobody was paying attention to that just because of all the other shit that was going on in the world. So now that something crit, like now something up to this magnitude is happening, now everyone is starting to. Like look, but at it's it, always attention. been this way, though. Is my thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's always been corrupt. It's all, he's always been treating his people this way. So the only reason we're talking about it now is just because over the last week, social media has been going crazy about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing, I'm seeing the news start talking about it. I'm seeing, um, the, like uh, BBC. I saw CNN report. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! CNN's talking about it now. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not a coincidence that CNN is starting to talk about it after it started going viral on social media a week ago. True. That that so like to me there's a correlation there, and I feel like they're only talking about it right now because it's relevant, 
and it's fresh in people's minds, and they're just trying to gain ratings. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they really care. Or they're really trying to inform people. They're just trying to make money off of it. That's my personal opinion. I I also think they're trying to inform people as well. Um, the money aspects, true, you're trying to get a story off, but I don't think that's like the only reason why they're talking about it. I do think they are trying to inform people about it um, and inform people on the things that people care about. Yes, in this age of social media, people like you and me, other young people, we're not sitting down watching CNN every morning, every night, or for y'all that watch Fox, we like we don't we don't sit and do that shit. You feel me? Most of the mm-hmm. news that we get is from technology from, mm-hmm. via social media. So I feel like us being the leaders of, um, being the leaders kind of the leaders of this world and getting all of our news from social media when stations like cnn nbc or fox when they start paying attention to what we're paying attention to then they start talking about it you feel me true mm-hmm. all this shit started up on social media but i'm perfectly cool with that because on social media that's another thing i like about getting my news from social media i know when i'm going on social media to read my news I'm getting a complete unbiased opinion. Now, when I say that, people, people like, eh, no, it's actually the other way around. Here's why I think I, because like me, I like get a lot of my shit on Twitter when they send me news. I read articles and shit like that. True, the specific sites you might see ha- might have some like biased information. But what I like about getting news from social media is that everyone is connected to it. You feel me? So I'm not looking just to that source. For all the info I need to know, but I'm looking at what everyone is saying about this to draw a complete thought together. You feel me? Because I feel like if I'm just saying on CNN and like, oh, this has happened, blah, blah, blah. What's that? Like, if I just watch that on like TV, I'd be like, oh, that's crazy. But like reading everyone else's thoughts about this issue and like other news articles just chiming in and be like, oh, well, we heard this. We heard this. We heard this. I like that more because I'm able to take all those ideas and then just draw my own thought from it. You feel me? I I respect that. I mean, yeah, the way the news is presented on social media does give you more of a a chance to really form your own opinion. Yeah, I feel like it's more personal. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's more personal because you more um. I feel like it's more personal because you just have it. It's on more you, unbiased. It's just straight up. I feel like yeah, like when you listen, when you're getting news, when you're getting news from the TV and like TV channels, like. They're all they're all Democrat, Republican, and all that shit. They're all biased in one way. They're all gonna try to paint paint it in one way. So that's that's one thing. So you're right about social media. It does give you the the ability to form your own opinion about something, rather than hearing analysts or people talk about it and then give their opinion and then that'll affect you in a way. But um, another another question. Yeah. So should other countries intervene like us, like in this? Europe, like because. I think so, especially because the military is actively fighting its own people. What are the people going to, like, they can't defend themselves, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They have no other, they don't have anyone to help them out or protect them. Because the military, in my opinion, like, military got the best weapons. They got the best defense. Like, okay. everything is on their side. It's not, like, a civil war is two even sides from the same country fighting each other. This ain't even a this civil war. And it's not even at all. Exactly. So, this is, like, another mass genocide going on uh-huh. like, of the military and the people. So, I feel like if nothing's being done, they're just going to wipe out everyone with the Western ideologies and wants a democracy until they just get everyone 
to think one way or else they're gonna die so i feel like yes we should intervene and we being the u.s but my thing with the u.s intervening and shit is that whenever we do intervene in other countries that we fuck shit up even worse yeah that's what i was about to ask you one one thing i was gonna ask you was one um was your question, should we intervene or should other countries intervene? Because I feel like other countries aren't going to intervene. The thing is... If anyone's going to intervene, it's going to be us because we feel like it's just our business to we are include ourselves in every other country's problems. We we don't include ourselves in country in every country's problems. We include ourselves in the country's problems that Where we can our, benefit us. Yeah. We are leaders of the free world. As a result, what we do, for, like, what we do other people are going to follow. So, yes, I feel like we should intervene. If anything, like, not the entire military, obviously, but, like, a couple forces over this and a couple, like, squadrons or some shit. Like, you, United States has enough military where they can make a dent and do something about this in Sudan, help these people out. But my thing is, once again, United States military, wherever they go somewhere, it's first. It's for another reason. Yeah, of course. Helping is secondary. Yeah. Getting what they want is first. So... If they, I, I don't know, because I, because I know the way the United States government works and the military works. I don't want them intervening just because of the unintended consequences that could happen from that. When you don't mind your business, exactly. But then again, I want someone to do something, and I know we are the, we are the model. Mm-hmm. We're the, we're the, we're the leaders. So as a result, like if anyone's gonna do something, it's gonna be us, and then other people are gonna follow. Yeah, and that's my thing too. Like, unless Canada <clears throat> does some shit, I don't know. So they took out, they took out their leader. Cool. Now the military is running. I don't know who is above the military at that point. Like, I don't know if there's somebody above them that could stop everything. So there's that's why. A commander. Yeah, like there's definitely a commander or like the commander of the military. Like I don't know, like the commander of our military. Fair to say, is a president, right? Yeah, so I don't know if it works the same way for their military, so, but yeah, I don't know like the the power structure of their military. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like they took out their president, prime minister, whatever his he title is. Up. Yeah, yeah, they took him down. Cool, and now the military um is doing it, and all this shit's going on. If there's somebody above him, if somebody if there's somebody above their military that could stop all this shit, then I'm pretty sure there's a process to that. But right now it looks like. It's a bunch of people just doing their own shit, like kind of like anarchy. You feel me? I feel like it's a. I don't even want to put that idea out there, just because, you know, my whole shit on politics. I don't even want to put that idea out there. But um, what I do believe is, if we do intervene, I feel like it's just another country that we just start shit with. When maybe they could have handled the shit on their own. And I also feel like it's another situation where we just send more troops out to another spot. You feel me? Like, I respect every... The first point, you said something they could do on their own. Well, I feel like... I I really don't feel like they have the, the need, the means to do this on their own or help themselves out. Sudan as a country? Their people. Bro, you're going up against a military with a t- automatic weapons. Just trying to get whatever they want. Like, they don't really care. Hmm. 
Yeah. And it's been, this has been going on for years, so it's just like at this point, like they probably desensitized to the to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think my main thing is that like I understand that everyone needs help, and I want everyone to get that help. But at what cost? No, like sometimes I'm like at any cost necessary. Like if you, I don't believe that any of this shit should be going on. Like fighting over power, over um, economic status, violence for any amount of power. I don't agree with, Um, which is why I say that they should need help um, in helping defend themselves. I think for me, what goes in is just because I have people in the military and I'm not saying that they're going to be the ones sent out and shit, but anytime something like this happens and we're threatening to send our troops somewhere, I'm just like, yo, fam, how many spots are our troops in already? You're sending, mm. like, you're literally sending troops there, there, we're going to send them down over there, we're sending them there, over there, as a sense of security, as a sense of protection, cool, but then I'm looking around the whole world, at one point, like, we, we just gotta... I feel like we gotta humble ourselves. Like, true, we got all this shit. But we're not... We're not... We're not the fucking, like, rulers of the world. There's other countries besides us. You feel me? I don't feel like we just gotta make our... Pre- like, niggas know our power. Niggas know our status. I feel like we don't, we don't have to show our face everywhere just to keep that shit reminded. You feel me? Let niggas go home. I hear it. Let people I, see I, their families. You feel? And I'm not. And I'm not. I don't track with you. Like I agree. Yeah. With you and I'm not trumping anybody in the military. I, I have respect for everybody out there. Bless you. Shout out for what you to what you do because I couldn't do any of that. You feel me? But at the same and another thing, another reason why I don't enjoy talking about politics because of shit like this. Like I just don't see the need for all of it. Like true. People need help. But then I think it's just because we're the biggest help. I always want to be like, well, why do they need our help? And then I just answer my own question because I'm like, well, because we're the biggest help. You feel Mm -hmm. me? We're the ones that can help the most, do the most for them. Exactly. Which is why we should be the ones to help. But then again, honestly, I feel like we should help and just deal with what happens after. Yeah. Because anything that happens after is better than what's going on now. Yeah, and I also don't know, I don't know how their government works, so I don't know what laws are being played. I feel like if that was a situation in, like, over here, there's laws in place for that, you feel me? Like, I don't know the laws over there, so that's why I can't say too much on, like, I can't say, like, oh, this shouldn't be happening. Like, yeah, of course this shouldn't be happening, but I also can't think of, like, how I could put an end to that or overturning that. Sure, I'm going to send my military over and be like, yeah, pick on these people. I'm going to like pick on you back. We're going to fuck you up back. Cool. But then when does that end? Are y'all just going to be in Sudan forever now until they find the next president or like at what cost? I feel like once you dethrone the military, it's, it's easy. You could probably hold elections or something like that. Like. United States, I'm pretty sure, has done this before. Like, in Egypt with Muammar Gaddafi, when he was the dictator, and they they didn't know, well, the United States government didn't overthrow him, but they, they were there. They helped and everything, like, with the rebel forces. So I feel like this would be another um, another one of those moments, but instead of a dictator, you're overthrowing the military. And the United States military is way better than the Sudanese military. So I think it wouldn't be as bad. Mm-hmm. I hear you. 
But anyway, yeah, that's that's just what's going on in Sudan right now. Our take and our analysis of the situation. Yeah, and like, and I also feel like, um, a lot of countries may look to us for help, but then again, at the same time, we have to keep in mind that a lot of countries don't like us, yo. And for I'm not saying, reason. yeah, exactly. And for, for good, good reason. reason, I'm not I saying like us, and I live here. Yeah, and I'm not saying that um, the fact that people don't like us are reasons why we shouldn't help. I'm not saying that at all. I'm all like, I'm cool with help. Be aware what you're getting yourself into is the real thing. Exactly, and people's like hatred of America. I get it because of how we carry ourselves. If it was, if it was so simple, if we just came in helped countries were bombing right now bro no i'm hip if we if any of these countries were helping if we went in if we went in helped did what we had to do got got the fuck out and just shut up everybody would have been cool they've been like yeah america helped us out with that then they moved on but nah just because of how we carry ourselves we do all this shit and then we stay there we threaten people and then we boast about it um put t-shirts of saying yo some ignorant shit like yo like no no reason i'm not surprised why people don't like us you feel me so like i don't know i don't know i, I don't know not tr- trust I, I know what you mean I, yeah i've had this conversation with dozens of people about the u.s and yeah you could go on for days to be honest there's a lot of fucked up shit you could talk about but true Sudanese people are they need help right now and something needs to be done yeah, so I, I my I feel like something them, soon will, be, will happen. Something soon is gonna happen, especially with all this news coverage is getting. So, yeah, but once again, another thing for social media news coverage. When I back to my thing about hearing this shit all the time, and I know I'm I'm gonna go back and listen to this episode, and I'm gonna there's gonna be a lot of things where I've where I'm gonna be like, damn, I should have worded that part differently. I should have worded that part differently. But for this part, this is something where I'm completely confident in what I'm saying. Shit about social media and its aspects is, yeah, we're hearing about this shit now. I bet you by next week we're not going to hear any of this shit and every single one of your blue profile pics are going to go back to regular pics because we're talking about it because it's now and happening, but then you're not going to talk about it next week. And think about it. This isn't just a hashtag. This is real life, fam. That's the cycle of news. That's exactly what happens. Yeah, but people forget. Like, yo, we're talking about... I say people forget. I just say, like, there's more things... The thing is, you can't dwell on... Not not dwell on it, but, like, there's more things happening in the world that need coverage as well. So, this has already gotten its coverage. Yes. It's already out there to the people. Yes. Something should be getting done now, not next week. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So we shouldn't even be worried about next week. We should be worried about what's going on right now. Yeah, but are we going to do something now? That's my thing. That, that's probably... We can't do anything. Because we talk about can it. We, we say, yo, let's do this. And then we don't know when the next big thing done. happens, we're like, oh, we'll remember f- when we said we were going to do that? We'll know when. We'll know something's being done when we hear about it on the news. Flint still doesn't have clean water, Rich. That's you. That's... Bro, that's in the U.S. <laughs> that is in the U.S., bro. Like, it, we don't have to get into that. Coney's still out here, bro. Coney's definitely dead. <laughs> He's definitely dead. I'm sorry. I just like saying this shit because people like to like to just forget about shit. Like shit's. This is like this isn't a hashtag. This isn't like something you just see on a story. This is real life, fam. You feel me? So support. Don't just support for the week, fam. Support for life. And that's all I'm gonna say on that. Okay. Support for life. I like that. Yeah. 
support all lives. Exactly. All right, all right, all right, all right. Would you like to introduce the next topic? Yeah, sure. My fault. All right. So, um, so Senate Majority Leader Mitchell Mc Mitch McConnell cites the Civil War, civil rights legislations, and <laughs> more specifically, electing Obama. He cited all those as reasons why reparations for slavery are not a good idea. So yeah, he does realize the Civil War, civil rights legislation only became those things because of slavery, right? Mm-hmm. So if slavery was not a thing, none of those two things would have happened. Definitely. Therefore, and Obama wouldn't even be a big deal. The fact Obama It's I all feel, a chain I, reaction to what they started. I feel like throwing Obama in there was just such unnecessary shade. But first I don't things understand, first like why is Obama Do you have no, more the, you have more information on this? Oh yeah, of yeah, course, me, of course. First I was going to ask if you heard anything about this. Not not at all. No, okay. Um I think once again, because I get my news from social media, I was just scrolling on um Twitter one day and I just saw one of one of that as one of the trending stories. And is a video, but I'm not going to play it right now, but I can just read everything that he said. So he said verbatim, I don't think reparations for something that happened 150 years ago, for which none of us living are responsible, is a good idea. We've tried to deal with our original sin of slavery by fighting a civil war. We passed a landmark civil rights legislation, elected an African-American president. I think we're always a work in progress in this country, but no one currently alive was responsible for that. And I don't think we should be trying to figure out how to compensate for that. First of all, it'd be pretty hard to figure out who to compensate. And we've had waves of immigrants as well who have come to the country and experienced dramatic discrimination of one kind of another. So, no, I don't think reparations are a good idea. Okay. All right. First, let me let me ask you this: yeah, Do you think ahead. reparations would be a good idea? What is your personal opinion? Um, I feel like no, we don't need reparations. No, nah, we probably don't need reparations. I mean, it depends, like to who. Like, do I think me personally? Rep- no, bro. Do I think me personally? DM me. Do I deserve reparations? Nah, because I'm I'm cool in my life. You feel me? So I don't think I need reparations. Bro, if you, you give me? reparations to one person, you got to give it to all. That's the power of it. Like, that's the thing. Like, no, but do you do you know where the idea of reparations even like came from though? Um. Yeah, because of the fucking. We're not on the same level as when it comes to earning potential in the dollar and everything. We had a we had a late start mm-hmm. to everything because of all the civil rights legislation and all that, all the rules that were placed on us, True. like housing. We weren't able to buy houses. We weren't able to buy property. We weren't we weren't, we weren't able to put shit in our name. True. All that, that is, is why true. reparations is a thing because we had a we they had a head start. The whites had a head start. No, that's true. That's also that's true. But also, why reparations are a thing is the idea of compensated emancipation. And that, pretty much, was when the government abolished slavery. When the slavery was abolished, they compensated slavery owners for, quote-unquote, the loss of property. So, therefore, slave owners, back in the day, got reparations for losing us, pretty much. So when that shit happened all the way back then, to this day, we're like saying, okay, so how about us getting compensated 
merely for the loss of life. My thing is, bro, like, he's right. None of us were alive. True. So my thing is, you can't be a pick-me. That's what I feel like you'd be if you were like, word, give me reparations. You don't know what these niggas went through. You don't know that pain they felt. You can't compare what you're going through to anything they lived. True. So you saying you deserve what they did. No, they deserve 10 times what you would even get for one. Mm -hmm. And second of all, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't even want the money. They probably want something else Mm -hmm. in in terms of reparations. Like, me first of all, keep the money. Like, yo, I'd I'd rather property. I'd rather something that I can work, like, will go longer. And to think about, if you're you're going to give reparations to all the African-Americans... He's right. Mitch McConnell is right. You, that's Figuring that out is hard. Like, you got mixed people. You got people that claim they black aren't black. Like, you know what I mean? There's there's a lot you can go into that. How much are you paying everyone? You feel me? Like, how? it's just too much of a process to do. And I feel like we, the like, this generation, it's not our reparations to take. Fam. If niggas, Especially, like, if somebody wanted as reparations, wanted to just take my student loans away from me, I'd be so That's grateful, diff- fam. Like, I'd be word. so I, grateful. I, I would love that too. I'd love that. But yeah. another question I wanted to post to you while keeping all this in mind. Mitch McConnell, a bitch for that Obama statement. That's what I'm saying. How do you? Because literally, how no he phrased the, it my, my was him is, saying, "Yo, we gave Obama, Obama was reparations." Yo. We, he said, "We gave y'all Obama." Stop bitching. Yeah, That's he was what like I heard. saying, "Yo, the Civil War happened, which was pretty much fighting for y'all freedom." Um, the Civil Rights Movement and legislation, like we did that. We we were cool with that. We even gave y'all a black president. So what more do you want? For, like, that's pretty much what the man I'm was saying, bro. I'm surprised no one asked him more about that statement. Like, what do you mean by that, Obama? Yeah, Obama. I mean, I didn't... Obama was a better president than Trump. Like, yo, we need reparations for this nigga. Yeah, like, I didn't I didn't read... I only saw a short clip of um his uh, speech, so I didn't watch the whole thing. So I don't know if somebody asked a question... A follow-up question to that about Obama, but let me just read you some of the tweets um, that I was seeing because of it. All right, so let's see. Civil rights legislation wasn't a gift or a reparation. It was an attempt to fulfill a promise embedded in the Constitution. Um, McConnell has been a firm opponent of Obama and civil rights acts. He's overseeing their judicial and legislative erosion and the rise of the new Jim Crow. That's one tweet. Another tweet said, providing for equality under the law is not dealing with slavery any more than releasing an innocent person from prison is dealing with the injustice of their imprisonment. I like that. That makes sense. I get that. And then another person just saying, and I'm going to retweet this right now because I didn't see it before. Quote, unquote, Obama was reparations is a take for the ages. Like, I don't know why. Like, I'm I'm never. Yeah, like, I'm never saying, yo. Give us reparations. We deserve... Like, I'm not going to be all up in your face like, yo, we deserve reparations. You owe us money. Blah, blah, blah. Now, cool. But I feel like there's other ways you can get your... uh, You can get your idea off without putting other people down. You feel me? He could have easily just said, "Um, no, I don't... I don't think reparations are a good idea because nobody currently alive was responsible for like when he was saying all that shit i was like all right yeah all right cool that's cool i could see i could respect why you believe that way blah 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 but then when he just listed all of his i like all of his reasons 
like his real life examples on why reparations aren't a good idea that's then i was like all right man now like you know like you had the layup there and then you blocked your own shot b <laughs> so i don't know what more respect i can i can give you especially as a senate majority leader that means like yo you were one of the you were one of the highest people out there in terms of making legislations and um rulings and all that shit you feel me so My it's just a bad is, look on you and bad look on America that an that official level, thinks that way. People that level of politics, in my opinion, don't even like give a fuck about us. Oh yeah, they just say this shit just to say like because they have to, like they gotta act like it. And then so people like me, us like, catch it and me, put like, them like, in flames. He, he's speaking his mind. Like this is really what it is. Like he's just telling it how it is in his opinion, and I respect that. This is this is one of the few times you get raw, unfiltered, real. Like political statements, and I respect it. It was in a press I, conference, bro. Like I said, I respect. Crazy. It. I respect it. He said some other outlandish shit before, like guaranteed. Yeah, apparently he was. Um, I was reading that he was in smoke for something he mentioned about the victims of nine eleven. He's in smoke for that right now. No one's even talking about bro, this he's right wild, now. They're talking bro. about he, he, yo, something he, he said about the victims. He's the of one that be having some crazy takes. Like I remember, he said, "Yeah, Trump shouldn't open the or we shouldn't open the government." Like. Keep it shut down and shit. Like, yo, they'll be all right. People will be all right. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, they they can um ask for loans or some shit. Nah, someone else said that, but he said some wild shit about that. But anyway, yeah, Obama is not the reason why we don't have reparations. No, Obama is was not, not is reparations. Not, yeah, Obama reparations. was not a form of reparations, bro. Yeah. Any anything else? This this nigga needs help. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Oh, this next topic has been funny. Okay. Yeah, so OJ Simpson's on Twitter now, guys. Bro. That's cool. Let's, let's lighten seeing, up the talk I know he's quick. on Twitter, but all I've been seeing is, like, the fake OJ accounts tweeting, like, um, what was what was the last tweet I saw, OJ? Give me a second. It had me rolling, bro. It had something to do about his dead wife or ex-wife. And it I, was like, oh, yeah, her vibes were off, so I fucking killed her. Oh, I didn't see that. It wasn't even OJ's real account. I know, account. it's the fake. Oh, of course, that wouldn't be OJ's it's account. It's not OJ's real account, but it's like, it's, it's his it's exact same. It's the fake one, yeah. yeah. it's his exact same, like, <laughs> handle with the zero instead of a O. This is just funny. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I'm looking at the page right now, like, yo, I'm your dad at Khloe Kardashian, cut me a check. Like, all the trolls that are coming off after this man on Twitter is just hilarious. Yeah, and it's also crazy to just see the lengths that people go to like for clout people died bro <laughs> like we make a joke of this shit but in the reality of the situation niggas died bro you gotta realize we are we're talking about OJ Simpson making an account on Twitter yeah bro that is the one place you go to you shouldn't you, done, you, shouldn't you don't go Twitter. to if you want yeah. people to be censored if you want people to be sentimental if you want people to actually filter themselves and care about how you feel you don't make a Twitter. I don't think why. I don't know why OJ thought it would be smart to be on social media. Period, bro. Like, who wants to hear from you? Like, you, do you think he still has fans? Like, from his football days, you think he still got fans? One hundred percent. Huh? You know how many people are are alive in this world, bro? Yeah, you but know how many people believe he probably didn't do it to this day. Yeah, yeah. It's probably it's probably a lot of them. Like yo. There's, there's a lot of different people out there, bro. Yeah, but let me tell you people. why it's a bad idea for him to be on Twitter. Because 
for just what he did, well, not what he did, but what he was involved in, now you're putting that on one of the most populated social media platforms ever. Now we're it's like it's like if fucking Bill Cosby created a Twitter account oh, or nah, fucking bro, Bill Cosby. Or, I would live for that. You would live because nah. all the memes coming, all the jokes being cracked, bro. Like you know, you know what's going to happen on Twitter. Like you just know, like I knew what was gonna happen when OJ made a Twitter raw, unadulterated memes. Some fucked up shit was gonna be said. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Hearing him say. <laughs> um, hearing him say there's some people some people have to some people have to get even with or like there's some things I yeah. gotta clear up real quick. hearing that was pretty funny cause I'm like he probably doesn't know what he's saying but yeah, just it's him just saying that is just funny it, yeah. you feel me <laughs> um, yeah I don't know I, I didn't have much to say about it I just thought it was funny to have that shit pop up on my on my timeline I thought that was hilarious. I, every time I see it on my timeline, I be rolling, bro. Like, yo, that's my man's. And my man really think he can just go out there and go back to living a normal life. I mean, he has been. <laughs> what do you mean? He think he can? He has been for the last like twenty years. That should have been a good time ago, 25, 30 years ago, bro. Like he he is living his living his life. I don't know if he is though. Did you see that video he put up? He looked like he was living life. His <laughs> son got a nice house in the background, smiling. Like, he don't look like he's suffering. <laughs> Man, I don't fucking know. I don't know. But yeah, OJ. I'm here for the OJ Twitter. I need him to make an Instagram next. Yeah, no, I'm straight. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm straight. I'd rather get an Instagram from Stevie Wonder. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Um, other things that's been happening in the world. Cuban Gooding Jr. was arrested. Um, I believe it was a couple. I believe it was almost a week ago. He was arrested on sexual assault allegations. Apparently he was. Well, the, we saw a surveillance video. He was groping another woman's breasts in public. Where? Like there's there's. It uh, like, looks like they were like in a lounge or a cafe. I think it's like when it comes to sexual assault, like that's a very big thing. And like Especially seen, in the Mo- Me Too movement. Exactly. So like we've seen a lot of people be falsely accused. So like I want to know like is there footage? Is like you said it's in public. Is there witnesses? Is there? Oh, oh this man showing me, giving me his phone. Oh yeah. boy. I mean, it's gonna be hard to point out. It's like a minute long clip. It's gonna be hard to point out. But um, you can see. Cuba Gooden Jr. is sitting next to somebody, and then there is another woman next to them, and then he reaches over and places his hands on her on lap. her leg, on her lap, yeah, on her leg. I like the video is kind of hard to pick out, so I can't I'm, see no, if I'm he's doing his hand anything on her leg right now. Yeah, he's so I'm slowly moving it up. Exactly. Um, they didn't say anything. I didn't read anything about the leg, but I heard specifically he groped her breast. I didn't watch the video for that long, so I couldn't really see him doing that. My thing, all right, so did the accuser, like, okay, so what it's looking like is Shorty pulled up. Under, Shorty pulled up. She was with her mans. He was at the bathroom or some shit. And she, oh, this might be a setup. I'm not going to lie, bro. This shit look like a setup. Well, it's funny because when he got arrested and he was being taken in, it blew up 
over the it blew up um over the weekend because he's smiling as he's walking to court like he's like, handcuffed cops are at his sides and this man has a smirk on his face i think he had the smirk on his face because he knew he was gonna get off he turned mm-hmm. him he turned himself in let me let me start by saying that mm-hmm. he turned himself in um when these allegations came out and i think that probably happened because he knew or at least he knew he could prove my his thing innocence. is my no no he turned himself in because if you have nothing to hide then that's what i'm mean, saying i a public opinion if you're not gonna turn yourself in what are you hiding yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he knew he'd get yeah. off. Public that's what I'm saying that. But it's just crazy because this happened. And then, like the Me Too movement happens, another woman came out and said, Oh, yeah, I remember he also assaulted me back in 2008. And I was like, Yeah, like when people talk about the Me Too movement, like, it's. I'm sorry, that like, shit gets me so heated. Yeah, like. I get it. If people did something, they should be held accountable. But, like, if you're coming out after 12 years and... Just because you heard that the man did it to somebody else? See, that's a sensitive topic because... It's um, a spicy topic. Yeah. It's a spicy topic because, like, we could say the wrong thing, but, like, from a male's... We're giving y'all the male's perspective. That's fucked up. It's really fucked up. Because you got to think about it like, word... He might have, like, we don't know the circumstances of what happened 12 years ago. It's a legitimate he say, she said, and because you are a, a woman, you're going to get the benefit of the doubt, and the eye of public opinion is going to be on your side. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, he's not going to win. He's not going to win that at all. But after watching that video, bro, like I said, he was sitting with one girl. Other girl came out the cut. I think yeah. she started flirting with him, bro. That's why he put his hand on her leg. Because she might have been wavy or some shit. And then her mans came from the bathroom or something. Because he came out the cut. Heated. Mm-hmm. Like, he was mad. Like, pulled the nigga's drink out of his hand. He's like, what are you doing? Like, you can tell. He's like, what are you doing? So, what I think was, his wife got caught up. Got in trouble with the hubby. Hubby came at Cuba. And she and then um, Thing was like, no, he just touched me. You know what I mean? Just to get out of getting in trouble. So, she wasn't flirting and whatnot. She's probably like, oh, I was just trying to say hi to him. And then he started touching me. That's a bold statement. I'm not saying that's definitely what happened, but from my opinion, that's what it looked like happened. Mm-hmm. Because in 30 seconds, like, like that all happened in 30 seconds. I don't think he, like, he was already with the girl. Like, why would he go out of his way to touch it? You know what I mean? That's just weird to me. Mm-hmm. That but, shit looked like a setup. But it's just crazy how um, you could just be chilling, yo. And something like this happens and you're now facing um, charges. But just the power of just somebody else just being like, oh, yeah, me too. And then someone else being, oh, yeah, me. And then all of a sudden you just went from this one little accusation to now looking like an actual. My thing is, the thing that gets me heated is that everything could be consensual. And she could still come out and say you raped her, or touched her, or did something inappropriate, and you can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Even if like without you, cold even, hard evidence, exactly. That's the thing. That's what the thing that always gets me heated. There is no like with this. There's evidence. There's video, but often other times there is it's a he say she say moment, mm-hmm. and I can't. I, I just hate those. And I'm like, yo. Also but, true. Sometimes, sometimes um, sometimes the victim wins. Sometimes the perpetrator. 
the, yeah, so like most of the time. That's why it's fucked up that it's a he said sh- she said thing or just whatever. Um, yeah, it's, how do I want to word that? There's like so many different ways. Like I have to word. It's not like a this well, person said this, that person said that. Sometimes the victim is heard. Sometimes the perpetrator is heard. Sometimes the victim. Um, gets justice. Sometimes the perpetrator gets away. It's just fucked up. It's literally a he said, she said thing. People don't. People go to jail for years, and then they finally get released when the victim was like, "Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I lied," or when they find new evidence that just completely exonerates them, like the fucking Central Park Five. It's like one of them, one of those shits. You feel me? That's why. That's why this movement. Even though it's taken down some bad people, yes, I'm happy Bill Cosby got what was coming to him. I'm happy Harvey Weinstein is getting what is coming to him. I'm happy R. Kelly got what is got what's coming to him. And if Cuban Gooding Jr. is another one of those dudes, then by all means, I hope he gets what's coming to him to the fullest extent of the law. But it's just crazy how much power that shit holds, you feel me? And let me just say this. It's a scary thing as a dude. It's a scary thing as a dude. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. It's a scary thing as a dude. But let me just say this. Anybody that even has the power, courage, bravery to even come out and admit to something like that, I applaud you. You're brave because I know that's not a hard thing to do. Person that said Cuban Gooding Jr. touched me back in 2008. If it took you 11, 12 years to say that. Must there must have been a good reason for it. So the fact that you were able to come out twelve years and and say that and now be looked at under the spotlight, I commend you for your bravery. But I'm also just not gonna um put to the side that like now it's it's dangerous for us to be. It's dangerous for us out there. I pull up, um, like I don't like I don't do this anymore because like I did this back then when when I was single. But when I was around other women, fam. Sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, we're cool. Everything's cool. But any sign, like, when I was single, any sign a chick tried to throw to me, I would just be oblivious to all this shit because I, like, I myself couldn't be thinking, oh, yeah, everything's cool over here. Like, no, I need the verbal consent. I need that verbal consent. I needed the verbal consent. Sometimes I'm like, yo, why didn't you just see the signs? Oh, I was throwing your signs all night. I did. I saw them. Yeah, I I saw them. I just just... didn't act on them because in case something switched up, hey, fam, it's a cold world out here, fam. Like, I, like, even back then, um, when I was single, if a shorty did not explicitly say I want to fuck with you. If she didn't explicitly say it, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Even to my, even like, even to my girl now, when she like says something or she'd be like, oh, why didn't you do this? No, you got to say it. <laughs> like, <laughs> even we're in a relationship, you still got to say it. Because <laughs> like, I'm going to be cooling. And I know, like, I know you're cool with everything, but it's, imagine, I, I still got to hear it. You imagine know I mean? looking at Shorty. She looking at your lips. You looking at hers. And then you hit her with a, so can I kiss you? Oh, never! Oh, <laughs> never! <one of those. laughs> Bro, I never feel like I'm in middle school. No bullshit. Oh, first of all, I like didn't... so. Um, is it okay to kiss you? Right, right there, we're That's ruining crazy. the whole moment. Like, no, don't even. <laughs> I don't think I've ever asked that question in my life. <laughs> I don't think I've would ever it, asked that question would you? in my life. No. Oh, what? why aren't you asking that? But you asking everything else? Cause, 
Because what? What's the difference? <laughs> Slippery slope. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it may not be as bad a little peck, but hey. No. You whoa. still got to ask for consent, you know what I mean? First of all, also, when I was single... I, I guess not. Even in a relationship, I can say that I still don't make the first move. You know? Wow, wow! Because I, I, I just, I just don't. Because me, I'm always just cool. No, because I'm, I was so oblivious as a youth, yo. I was so oblivious to everything. I never knew when it was time to make a move, or I never knew when a move was being made on me. You feel me? Until thing, until we were in that moment. Like I, I could just be cool, and you know, bumping music, playing video games. And then ten seconds later, you're something seeing, happens. I'm like, "Oh, that's crazy! I didn't see, see that coming from a mile." Your face. Oh, okay. Now that thing is the one thing that I know. Like, will always mean she wants dick. She walking around the house in booty shorts and they're pulled up, and half her ass is hanging out. If she walk back and forth while you watching TV, bro. I was about to say, in the she room or the in dick. the house? Yeah, she want the dick. She walking back and forth in front of your view as you try to watch TV? Dick. Or you can just say it. <laughs> like, you know what? Ladies, women, <laughs> life would be so much easier and relationships would be so much easier. And I guarantee you, you guys would get what you want a lot more if you just said it. Now, we all know you guys don't want to say because who wants to speak their intentions? You just want people to know. Well, sorry, ladies. We aren't as emotionally in tune with you with you guys as you want us to be. So, um, yeah, well, not me and Dev, but like, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Feel me? But yes. um, as a result, start speaking up. Speak your mind because, you know, closed mouths don't get fed. Yeah, and that whole, like, me too shit back to bringing into that. I'd be, like, so careful. I used to be so careful with everything. If I was even in the vicinity of like, for example, if I was in the vicinity of drunk females, yo, I am removing, I used to remove myself from that situation every single time. Because I would just look around in the area and be like, nope, looks like a case. <laughs> and then I'll walk right out, fam. Because <laughs> it's just so easy to get caught up nowadays. You never know. Fucking, I know somebody on this campus that was fucking expelled because of um, allegation charges. I know exactly what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. Do I know that the kid did it? I, I have no idea. I haven't spoken to that dude since. Sad. I haven't seen or spoken to that dude since. But one allegation cost that man... His education. His whole education here. If he did it, hey, man, you got what was coming to you and you deserve much more. If you didn't do it... I'm so I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, bro. I'm so sorry. It's just one of those battles where, like, yo, you don't know if you're going to win or not. And that's why I tell all my people to be careful out there. Be careful. Streets are hot. You feel me? <laughs> Streets is hot. Streets, yeah, the whole block is hot. <laughs> I mean, this concert about to be hot, though. You see Meek going on tour with Future, YG, and Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, yeah, that shit going to be dope. I'm seeing that nigga in Vegas. Who? Meek. Oh. Like, you got tickets? Yeah. Oh. Who who else is it? Just Meek? Is it is it uh his motivation tour still? Um, it's at the it's at the club, so I don't know. Oh, okay. He's probably just doing an appearance, maybe an after party or some shit like that. Regardless, bro, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for it because I've never been to a Meek concert or anything. So yeah, I wish I went to the one that he did uh in Lowell when he came up. I'm a I'm gonna be honest with you. YG and Megan Thee Stallion don't get me hyped. 
I, if YG performs the right shit, I can get hyped to YG. Nah. Megan the Stallion, Megan the Stallion. I feel like I would that's get That's for the ladies. But I feel like that's also why I would get lit. You feel me? I, I feel like I'd be lit because the shorties are lit. It's like when everyone's having a good time, so you just have a good time. You feel me? I feel like there's mad music out there that's for us. But then when you when I hear artists like Megan Thee Stallion or like City Girls, Cardi, her, Nicki, I'm just like, all right, we're talk, we've been talking our shit for centuries. Now y'all can finally talk your shit and mm-hmm. have fun with it. You feel me? And it's like, it's enjoyable to watch them have their time and have fun. So it's like, I just want to have fun with them. You feel me? I want to enjoy that moment with them. You feel me? So that's why I feel like I'd enjoy Megan Thee Stallion. Because I'm not saying her lyrics are going to be like, oh, I felt that. Like, yo, yo, those bars were crazy. I, like, I've lived that life. But I'm going to do that because she's making other people enjoy their time, which is going to make me enjoy my time. So yeah, I'm late for I'm Megan still Thee Stallion. Not, yeah, that's fine for you. I'm, oh, still, yeah. I'm still not getting an for Megan Thee Stallion. Unless she twerking, bro, or some shit, there is no reason for me to give a fuck what she does. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just a crazy statement. You want me to keep it a buck with you? Like, <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. You want me to lie? I ain't going to lie. Boy, this, is this, is is. The podcast. this is our podcast. I'm going to be as real as fuck. Oh, yeah, facts. I hear you. If she is not shaking that fat ass, I don't give a fuck about Megan. As shallow as that sounds. Just know she got bars. Just know she can rap. Just know she, she's talented. She can rap, but I'm not interested in hearing her rap because I okay. don't. Okay, I, I hear you. I I, I like her music, but I, I don't like her music to go out and out of my way and go to a concert and listen to it. Okay, big old freak. That shit go hard. But her twerking a big old freak, even better, <laughs> <laughs> even better. But um, I hear you. Yeah, YG too. Like his new shit, he'd really only have to like for me to get lit to YG. He'd have to only perform his old shit. You don't like any of his new shit? No. Yeah, I hear you. You feel me? So, like, and you already know Future gonna come be Future. Oh, yeah, Future's gonna be lit. And Meek is just Meek. His energy screaming on the top of the, at the top of his lungs on the mic. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, Dreams and Nightmares. I can't wait to hear Dreams and Nightmares, bro. (laughs) Vegas, that's gonna be crazy. I know, because I guarantee he does that at every show, because that's probably his most popular track. Oh, of course he does that at every show. Yeah, of course. I can't wait for that. I'm gonna be off the Henny. Oh, oh, all right, word, word. Shout out Meek. But, um, do you know how many locations they're doing? Um,. No, not at all, to be honest with you. I just know they're coming to Boston, I believe, September 30th, I think is the day. I might be wrong. I'll need to fact check that at some point. But, um, yeah, it's at Xfinity, which I'm hoping during that time in September, I'm hoping it's still warm out. I don't want it to be cold. September 30th, yeah, with global warming going the way it is, bro, we should be fine. Yeah, so I'm hoping it's still warm. Uh, If it is, we should be lit. Uh, also, yeah, fucking, if it's not Xfinity, fam, I'm going to be fading. <laughs> if I actually end up buying tickets, that is. If it's not Xfinity, I'm going to need to sleep on your couch. It could be those. Oh, word. Yeah, it could be those. Uh, you hear about the Chris Brown tour? I feel like that should be lit also. Bro, I'm not going to no Chris Brown tour. Fam, it's... That's nothing but females. Exactly. It's uh, Chris Brown. Nigga said exactly. You better watch yourself. Nigga, I'm not going to do shit, bro. What? <laughs> It's Chris Brown, Tory Lanez, Ty Dolla Sign, Joyner Lucas, and Yellow Beezy. I feel like Chris, Tory, and Ty? That's a fire show. I will take I will take a Tory Lanez concert by itself. Oh, you've never saw oh, Chris is fire live. I'm I don't be, I Chris believe is a it. performer, bro. I, I saw him um in July at Xfinity. First time. Crazy that was my first time seeing Chris Brown. But um 
Yeah, that shit was a dope ass show. Hell of a performer. There's, re- there's reasons why I say he's one of the I, He'd probably be there. breaking out some crazy dance moves on it. Crazy, fam. I was watch. I was legit watching. Because it's crazy. Because, yeah, I feel you. Like, dudes going to R&B concerts. You, you, like, you don't really want to go there. It's really, like, shorties. I was standing. I had good seats, by the way. I was standing in that shit. True, there wasn't much fellas around me. It was mostly shorties. There weren't much fellas. But I was doing my thing. <laughs> when, when I say doing my thing, I mean, like, I was enjoying myself at that concert without having to, like, th- like be a fake thug or just being like, oh, I'm too cool for this show. I'm like, nah, bro. Chris is lit. I'm lit for Chris, bro. <laughs> like, it was a lit-ass show. It's a lit-ass performance. So if I do end up copping tickets for that, it's going to be the same shit also. Because I've seen Tori. Tori's lit. I, I'm curious to be to find out what Ty Dolla Sign is going to be like. Because, yeah, the man can sing. His hip-hop tracks are fire too. But most of his hip-hop tracks are like old tracks. So if you're going to be performing, are, are you all your new shit is like slow. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Jordan Lucas, I, I'm sorry. Love that you're from here. But I'm, I don't care to see you. Uh, yeah, bro. I'm... I'm I can't tell you one Jordan Lucas track. Yeah. I can tell you a couple, but still. I I feel terrible saying that because he's from this state. Mm -hmm. But he's, nah, stays where you at. (laughs) Stays where you at. I'm waiting for that Stiz project. Facts. Ah, and what else? Let's see. So we all know what type of music we like. We're talking about Jordan Lucas and Stiz. Mm -hmm. So what kind of friend are you? Wow, what a transition. <laughs> I was literally looking at down what else are we talking about. I like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll tap you up after the podcast for that. Alright. So Bro, me and my transition's crazy. It's it's hilarious. It's crazy. Yo, arguing you with must be hilarious. Arguing with you must be hilarious. Oh, you have no idea. You have no idea. He'll take, Cause the way he does his transitions, he'll just take one thing and find some way to make it stick to the next topic so i'm like damn i can't imagine arguing with rich because <laughs> he'll probably pull shit out from three years ago Be like yo you remember what <laughs> all right um night that night <laughs> yo remember when you did that nah that's, if you bring up shit from the past and then you be like remember that's when you just then you when you know you're in the wrong Oh, you yeah. automatically lost the argument. Oh, yeah. You're bringing up the past. Oh, yeah. If I can't bring up relevant shit in this moment right now, why are you acting this way? How is this going to be conducive to the argument? How are we going to get somewhere if you're just going to yell? I'm trying to talk to you in a calm voice here, and you're just over here getting emotional. Oh, I don't want to speak to you. I don't want to speak to you with your emotions. You want to know why? Because when, you emo- when you're emotional, your judgment is clouded. You have clouded judgment right now. Where can we go with you? You having clouded judgment. Let's have this conversation at another time. Have it on another time. We, I have more time to think about what I want to say. Get out of the situation. Problem solved. See, Rich would do that. The other person doesn't even have a chance to talk, bro. And the argument's over. <laughs> bro, I'm... Yo, like, when it comes to arguing, I, I really believe, like... I, People tell me I should have been a lawyer, and I, I think about it all the time. If I really wanted to take the time to study my ass <laughs> off, read books for like twenty four hours straight, I could be a bomb lawyer. But no, nah, like that's that. not Keep how that I want to. That's not that's not how I want to spend my time. I'm sorry. Okay, no, I hear you. I hear you completely. In, in courtrooms and shit. Nah, that's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was gonna mention was um, conversation speech. that I wanted to bring up for the both of us was uh, the idea of friendship and just like. Asking yourself what kind of friend you think you are to your friends. You feel me? Me, 
I with the way my friendships work, I have a shit. For some reason, I don't have just one solid friend group. I got a couple of small friend groups. Like there's my friend group here with you, Don, Mike, Isaac, everybody in squad. There's that crew, mm-hmm. and then I have K and I have Kim and Josh. That's like another squad right there. And then there's my squad back home, Ace, JM, Juice, Jeremy, everybody. And then like my work people, Malik, Tyler. Like I just have a bunch of individual squads. That's the way it should be, though. Yeah. I feel like you would never, you should never want your friends to all be in the same group. Because then, like, you all you all think the same. Like, you all know how each other think and everything. You're mm-hmm. going to rub off on each other. Exactly. When you have friends in different friend groups, like it's, it's refreshing to go from one friend group to the other just because, you know, ideologies are going to be the same. They're not going to act the same. The way the way they talk, like, it's just the way they think. It's, yeah. It's just a different of, difference of character. So mm-hmm. it's just easier to get along with people that way. If I was around baboons, like, if I was around my Metro people all the time, bro, I'd probably go crazy. That's crazy. You just call them baboons. I call... Y'all some ignorant ass niggas. And um, I know y'all listening to this. Word. Okay. That's why I would go crazy because they're so ignorant. Facts. But I love them. And that's love. You feel me? <laughs> but I love them. Yeah, I hear you. Um, yeah, but that's just you. the way it is. Like, uh, yeah, I got my I got my, my people out here. I got my people back home. I'm starting to get friends at work. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, yo, there's no way I would ever want to mix all three. Because they all function well and function for me. In their separate entities, entities. And then, if you think somebody asked any one of your friends in any of those groups what kind of friend Darnell is, what do you think they'd say? Real okay. Uh, ask what kind of friend I am. Real as fuck, genuine, helpful, always there. Um, we'll tell it how it is. Supportive, blunt, ignorant. You think they'd say all of this? Or they'll say they'll say some of these of things like some of these things they will definitely say and mm-hmm. they're definitely not going to say all of this but like I'm all of these traits apply to me and so I'm expecting them to say at least like five of them mm. you know what I mean yeah so definitely funny um real blunt outgoing and giving mm-hmm. well, then- I, like if my friends need something bro I'm I will help if I can't help I will help Cause I just don't like I know what it's like to not have anyone there for you and not be able to help, especially when you know people can help. Mm-hmm. So I, I never want other people to feel feel like that. And you think they know that about you? One hundred percent. I have like like people in my group chat back home. Like yo, they know for a fact. Like they can hit me up for anything if they need it. Like they told me that to my face. Mm-hmm. And the people that can't, like there's we just don't have that relationship. So that's like what's. What's understood doesn't need to be said type of shit. I hear that. The only reason why I asked that question is because... Um, I was going to say, but I was, before you said that, I was going to say, like, if I had to describe myself, though, I'd be like, I'm that friend that leaves after, like, two hours just because, like, I can only handle so much, like, of all my people because... Oh, I hear that. Because, like, I need, like, time to myself to decompress to just get away and just understand. Because I can't be around, like, niggas all day. Only... I only get so much time with y'all before mm-hmm. like start acting crazy some shit or some shit pop off you know what I mean but um yeah like if I had to describe myself I'd just probably say like quiet different mm-hmm. outspoken and funny okay feel me word 
Um, what's called the only reason why I asked that question is because I feel like in all of my friend groups, um, I know what it is for everyone. Like every individual person I'm cool with, I know what it is for them. But then for some, for some of them, I feel like they, they don't know what it is for me, if that makes sense. Um, let me give some examples. I'm the kind of friend that is, like you said about yourself, supportive, real, uh, cool, funny. I like to think I make my friends laugh a lot, especially in very sad situations. But I'm also the friend that's always there when they need people. Like when my people are going through tough times, I'm always there for them. Um, and I think about my homies a lot. You feel me? There's a lot of times when I'm just chilling on my own and I'm wondering how this person's doing and how that person's doing simply just cause I want to see everyone do good. You feel me? I'm, I'm literally concerned about every person's progress in life. And the reason why I say, and the reason why I ask that question is because sometimes I feel like it's not the same way back. Not saying that's a bad thing, but, um, other people have other shit going on in their life so that's cool but i always feel like i'm always the comforter or i'm always the one checking in or the support and then sometimes i feel like it's not received the same it's not given the same back to me unless i'm gone for like a while you feel me i feel like yeah, when, if that's the case i i don't like friendships like that i just leave no, no, because they're not bad friendships. Like, no, they're good. For, what I'm, because yeah, you just you, I, I gotta you work. describe that, bro. It sounded really one sided. Yeah, exactly. That's why, like, I, I gotta be careful how I word this. I'm not trying to word it as bad friendships. I don't have any like bad friendships. You feel me? All my people fuck with me. I know that for a fact. I know that for a fact. All of my people fuck with me, and I know I'm not on their minds all the time because. You know, why should I be? People got lives. People are doing their own shit. People are on the go. But me, I'm literally just always concerned about everybody. So I, that's what I'm saying. That's the type of friend I am. You feel me? Like, I'm always, like, just chilling on days. Like, oh, I wonder how Rich is doing. Like, hopefully he's doing good. Hopefully him and his relationship good. Money's good. Great. Let's see. I think about that shit. About all people. I'm thinking about Kim. I'm like, oh, I hope everything's good over there. Living situation, money situation, all that. Always thinking about if Josh is good over there overseas while he's serving. And then I'll hit people up just to make sure they're good. Because me, I'm a type of, I'm, I'm, I'm a busy person, so I don't have time to see anybody. And if I compare myself now to how I was maybe last year or two years ago when I didn't have so much shit on my plate, I would always be out. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like you remember, I, I was never around. You feel me? Just because I was always with somebody. I was always with one of my friends or somebody completely different just chilling out with them. I remember that vividly. Yeah. Now, Dev was out every night. Exactly. <laughs> like, now that I'm like not out there like that, I'm always like, yo, are my people good? And that also um, helped me realize all my friendships are strong as shit, yo. Like sometimes I look at other people and how they act with their friends and I'm just like, damn, like. This is how you talk about your mans. Like, this is how you treat your mans and talk to you. And it's just crazy for me to think about that because think all the people that I'm cool with, I got really strong connections with all those people simply because of um, what I said about how much I care about them and, like, caring about their shit. And it's just wild to see, like, 
there's mad people out there. Well, not mad people. All my closest friends, so much, so many of them know so much about my life that even my family don't know about. Facts. Yeah, that even my family don't know about. And it's crazy. I got a brother and a sister. I love them to death. Would give anything in the world for them. All that shit. Yo, they don't know half of the shit that some of my friends know about me. You feel me? And I'm and I'm not. And that's not anything on them. That's just simple. That's just me because, you know, I act differently towards different people. I tell different people different shit depending on how comfortable I am with that person. And, um, I just think it's crazy about how strong all my friendships are because these people know everything about my life. You feel me? Like I fuck with my friendships because somebody could easily call any of those people that I named. Um, and there's mad people that I didn't name. And if you're listening, don't think I just left you off of a reason. I didn't forget you at all. It was just, I only listed a short amount of people, but there could be people that could just hit me up tonight or tomorrow just to check in and be like, yo, what's good. Just because they know the type of shit that I'm going through. I, maybe I haven't even talked to them in five days or two weeks but they could hit me up and be like, yo, I remember the last time we talked, you told me you were going through with this. We haven't talked in a minute, so I just wanted to check on you and see how you've been going through with that, blah, blah. And I fuck with that. And I fuck with that. Those are, like, great friendships to have. And I'm just happy that um, I'm that type of friend where people are, like, cool with doing that. You feel me? Because I say that around my niggas. Like, sometimes, like niggas don't check in they just be like yo you good and then they like keep it pushing sometimes niggas don't check in when my niggas do check in it hit differently you feel me so i'm like damn i do that bro, I like, you you ever get that feeling like when your niggas like yo how you doing bro and you just get that like and you, you yeah chest, like, ah, worry someone yeah. cares like i know exactly what you mean like remember that story i told you when i fucking had like a mental breakdown and nobody noticed or at, noticed yeah. at all but, but then you just simply saying yo you good and how much relief that put on me bro <laughs> and i don't know i'm not gonna lie sometimes i notice like when people are down and like the way i am i like to be left alone I don't yeah i like i like to be alone a so, lot so i know like i don't want to go ever go up to someone and just be like so what's wrong and they're like i don't want to talk about it because then i'm like do I push them to talk about it? Do I leave it alone? Am mm-hmm. I an asshole for leaving it alone? That's a, that's a conundrum I find myself Yeah, that's in. why you play it like situation by situation. Exactly. So it's just like, all right, just play it by ear. Like, all right, if I'm seeing this person walk around the house constantly and they, they got this look on it, I'm going to ask. Yeah. Just because I, I live with you. You feel me? I, I got to see. I got I to gotta figure out what's going on. But Yeah. Like if, I know, you, if, I, if I know you actively don't want to speak about something, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just let you handle it in your own. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, everybody's different. Like exactly, that's the thing. Everyone's like you, different. sometimes I, like I don't even notice when you're upset, but when you do, I know when you show it because you also don't show it a lot. But when you do show it, that lets me know that you're ready to talk about it. You mm-hmm. feel me? Because you're really good at not showing it. So when you are, I know you're ready to talk about it. But like. Like, somebody else, I'll be like, oh, okay, they're upset. They're clearly and vividly upset. But they need time to, you know, just yeah. cool off for a second. They're going to come. They're going to open up eventually, but they just need that time to cool off for a second. So, I give it to them. So, I hear you. It's like a case-by-case situation. But I just like knowing that I'm the friend that's always the comforter. Not really normally the comforted. But... That's... Yeah, that's me. Yeah, but... 
if something's going down, people know the role that they got to play. You feel mm. me? Like, people don't really always ask, like, yo, how you been? What's up? Blah, blah, blah. Like, how you, how you been dealing with shit? But what, when they notice something's off or has been off for a while, then they know it's the time to ask it. You feel me? So, that's what I appreciate on my friends. So, I like being, like, that friend. And also, I like being the friend to know, like, yo, whatever we're doing, no matter what we're doing, we about to have a great-ass time doing it, bro. Like, yo, you're just trying to take a, you just, well, you're just trying to sit and listen to music all day. Yo, we about to have a great time doing that. You got nothing to do. Yo, let's just sit outside and talk, and we about to have a great time doing that. So, I like, I like being that type of friend, you feel me? I'm also the type of friend, like you, when they said, when you said, um, two hours, you're, you're like, done with it. Mm -hmm. Fam, it take me less time than that, bro. Like, I'm so bad in, like, social settings. If I'm completely in my zone, like, if I have everything that I need, oh, yeah, I'm gonna have a great fucking time the entire night. But if I'm out somewhere, maybe there's, like, people I don't know. If I know, like, two, three people, cool. But I just, I can't talk to just those two, three people the entire night. Eventually, I'm gonna get bored. And then... I become anti-social, you feel me? I wouldn't even say that. It's just like a setting, like certain settings I can only be in for so long. Like if it's loud and like bright and all that, like I just don't want to be there for that long because that's just not who I am. I'm the type where I can be social for a certain amount of time, but then at some point I just become unsocial. Am I the only one that thinks like it's easier to get through things when you drive there yourself? Oh, that's then, a fact. Like, I, like, <laughs> like my my social media my social media lasts longer when I drive somewhere because I just know like, all right, word, I can just leave whenever the fuck I want. Oh yeah, that's a fact. I gotta talk oh, I love it. This, you I feel love me? it. Knowing that I don't gotta give people rides. That's I follow my own directions. <laughs> I play my music, bro. On the way and way back, bro. Yo, can you skip cool, this song? Man. Nah, shut the fuck up. Facts, bro. I'm just like, so, yo, sometimes I don't have a turnt playlist all the time. Sometimes I just want to chill and listen to smooth shit, bro. <laughs> That's why sometimes I hate driving with people. I'm like, like, true. The way I do it, because of that, when I have passengers in my car, I'm always like, yo, y'all want the ox? Because <laughs> I'm not trying to be like, nah, you play your shit. I play my shit, and then someone wants to skip it, or someone, like, just talking the entire time and I'm just like damn I just wanted to enjoy this song for like just this one song bro let me enjoy this one song <laughs> but yeah I feel you alright I feel like we got off track but alright is it about that time for the Rich Sports Report hey so um we alright we everyone's already hip to the news essentially like sports is really done Facts. right now for these last next two weeks before NBA free agency kicks off cause you know we don't really talk about baseball there's 162 games in the baseball season <laughs> but we only do talk about one game during like three games during the week when they have another like 150 left yo bring Sarah Griffin in here she could probably talk your ear off about baseball I know we're not bringing her Her she's Twitter famous yeah she crazy shout out to you Sarah she, yeah shout out Sarah Griffin Go she a homie yeah give me a shout out on Twitter Facts. one of a kind underscore two I need some more followers and at dm me is real underscore my old twitter got deleted even though i went viral like twice but it's cool oh by the way urban product now accepting uh sponsors and vendors so um email us at rnarnow60 at gmail.com or 
Yeah, don't email me. I probably won't respond. Email Darnell. Uh, well, yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll handle the sponsors, the sponsorships, and we can uh, get shit cracking. So, um, yeah, Warriors versus Toronto Game Six was the finale of the NBA Finals. The Warriors lost to the Toronto Raptors. Um, in that loss, they lost Clay Thompson for the foreseeable future, as he tore his ACL in that game. Um, you think that's why they lost? One thousand percent. Okay, we'll get into there, it. Later, Clay was right there. They would have. They would have won that game. They would have lost in Game Seven, but they would have won that game. Yeah. But um, yeah. Shout out to the Raptors for doing their thing and winning Game Six in Oracle. Um, I want to say shout out to the Warriors for being classy and actually, you know, congratulating the the Raptors, not having any hard feelings about it. I do feel like if the Warriors were at full strength, they would have beat the Raptors. But if LeBron was at full strength too when he played the Warriors, he would have beat them that those couple times. So mm-hmm. we can't have that argument. But I'm just happy for the I'm just happy for the Raptors. Kawhi Leonard finally got another chip, so I feel like he can leave and not have all this city anything. Um, I personally think he's to LA, but that's another that's for another discussion. Do we want to open up this sports talk? They eating right now. So. Okay, they eating. Let's let them do it. The city boys were reunited, by the way. So sports are going to be live. It's going to be a city boy night. I can't really participate in these sports reports but there's other people here that can but I can participate in this one because I actually watched the game you feel me and that shit I won't lie watching that game I didn't think they were going to get it but when I saw both KD and Clay get taken out I was like okay okay they got it they got it um, no, I was like, wow. okay, they got wow. <laughs> Not because man said so they got to take an L. So in order, okay, all right, I hear it. Because I can, I can never, I can never commit to Steph doing everything by himself. You know how there's like there's players no that can leave Steph the team on his own. Team, yeah. I don't think Steph could ever leave the Warriors on his own. He always had help. You feel me? So the fact that he lost KD and Clay, I mean, he had Draymond. Yeah, but you, lo- fam, that Draymond's three Steph. Kurt, Steph, KD, and Clay. That was your that was your scoring. Oh, those that, are the three scores of your team. You feel me? And you lost two of them. So you lost sixty six percent of your scoring. Exactly. That's crazy. You feel me? So now everything was pretty much put on him, and he had to be the leader that kind of got everything together out of that game. He didn't. Um, if he hit in that last shot, I expected him to. That was a good look. I thought he was about to get that shit in. I was on the edge of my seat when he missed that shot because that's how I knew it was game as soon as he yeah. missed it. And that's crazy. But um, go ahead. Break it down more. I'm, I'm, I was just I wasn't going to. I mean, we've all seen the game. So, yeah. yeah. We've already seen the parade, the highlights and everything. We're just talking about it, but it's not really the breakdown. Are but you I, happy for them? Yeah, I'm happy for the Raptors. Good for them. They got there. I'm happy for them because they don't have to go to the White House. They're in another country. Yeah, I remember asking about that. <laughs> how that shit would work. They're probably going to go to their country's White House. Or okay. Whatever. You feel me? Yeah, I, yeah, I asked. Did you hear I what know happened? Who I talked at the about parade, I don't know who that one. Yeah, I heard um, a couple people got shot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a couple people were in critical condition. But um, I, I I have no information about that. But people always want to be stupid. I'm not gonna lie. When I saw that report bro. of like someone getting shot at the parade, it made me scared to like go into crowds because I'm just like, yo, this is a parade for fucking celebration. They we're celebrating, you like know? you feel me? It's not like a riot or a protest or anything. It's a parade for a good moment, and someone still got shot mm-hmm. in Canada too. Canada's the nicest people. Canadians are nice. <laughs> I love that stereotype. And they, you feel me? <laughs> Canadians are nice, so it's just like. 
they having this issue in Canada now? Like, albeit this is the first first thing I've heard of like a shooting happening in a crowd in Canada like this. Mm-hmm. So it, it probably doesn't happen often, but like, probably does. Probably does yeah. happen often. Yeah, probably. In know. Canada, there's violence everywhere. In Canada, there's violence everywhere, bro. bro. America is the one that leads this shit. Not, yeah, not, yeah, we lead it. But yeah, there's so, violence everywhere. I just wanted yeah. to just bring awareness to that. But um, yeah, Bruins also lost Game Seven. We don't got to spend too much time talking about that. sad. Yeah, but it's okay because we, like we won. Shit. We won the World Series and we won the you know Super Bowl, so yeah. it's fine. We didn't win that Stanley Cup. We'll just win next or year. or the NBA Finals. Yeah, we'll just win next year. You see us Boston fans, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you see how privileged we are. Yo? It was like, yo, we'll be back next. year. Just saying that we'll be back next year. I mean, you already know Patriots to the Super Bowl next year. We've been in the Super Bowl last three years. Like, yo, Celtics. Yeah, how we're not Celtics getting involved. I'm not talking about Celtics right now. They're getting heat. No, let's do it. So yeah, talk um, about it. Lakers me. get Anthony Davis. How did you feel about that? Um, I was indifferent about it. Everyone was going crazy. I couldn't give two. Personally, about I don't know how up. they're gonna do this because LeBron's 33. He's old. He's getting old. 80 is that nigga. So. Yeah, but like the thing is, they're trying to sign a third star, and if they sign a third star, they will have like little money to sign anyone else. Mm-hmm. So they the rest of their the rest of their roster would be like all people on rookie deal, either rookies or like people on minimum minimum deals. Carl Fellows was talking about how they want Kemba to go to the Lakers. They could afford it if they like uh, traded off. So they have three dirty. players besides LeBron and AD on their team. Mm-hmm. You don't know any of them. Nope. They're trying to get rid of them so they can sign a max contract. My thing is, like, you got to have three people on your team do everything. Like, if one of them gets injured, which AD or LeBron most likely will because it's happening all the time. Well, not LeBron, but AD most likely will get injured. What are you going to do? Because you don't have a reinforcements on the bench, like playoff time. Like, what's going to happen when games start getting longer, niggas get tired? Mm-hmm. That's just my my uh, analysis. No, I hear that 100%. But um, they, they are probably the favorites to get to the finals in the West next year because the Warriors have all these injury issues with KD and Clay and all that. Okay, what happened to Clay? He tore his ACL. Him too? Did you not just say I said that? I, he tore Clay tore his ACL and um, KD tore his Achilles. So they both. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought, I thought Achilles KD is was worse. his ACL. Achilles too. is okay. worse. Damn. So, and KD is out for what? Most of next season or? All of next year. All of next season. Okay. The Achilles is a 9 to 12 month injury. 9 to 12. And what about the ACL? It's, uh, it's you think 7 you, to 9. So you think there's. Uh, Clay would come back for the playoffs. Hit. Hit. So now my question is when it comes to contracts. They're both getting paid still. By who? Um, KD is going to get a max contract still. From? No matter where. Everywhere. Because he's Kevin fucking Durant. The Warriors are going to give Clay Thompson a max contract regardless of what happens because he's Clay fucking Thompson. Simple as that. They deserve it. Especially KD. Okay. And Clay Thompson is getting that just because he's been with the Warriors for so long and he's won three chips and he's done what he's done for the Warriors. So they need to give him that. Or else he's going somewhere else. So you think he'll still get a max contract even though he's not gonna play for a year? Well, if he doesn't get a max contract, he said he's move he's Katie. leaving. Katie? Oh yeah. I mean he's getting a max contract no matter where he goes. Even though he's not playing for a year? Yeah. One hundred percent. One thousand percent. 
Oh, that's good to know. I'll bet my life on that. I don't know, because I always know that, like, injuries are an athlete's worst fear because they think they can, like, never I mean, go back. it is. If I'm but still like, getting paid. I mean, but that's like, if, <laughs> that's like saying if LeBron, all right, LeBron's still getting the max contract if this happened to him. You feel me? Yeah. That's the same. It's the equi- Like, only certain people are like that. You could probably say that about Kevin Durant, LeBron, and Kawhi. No one else. No one else. That's just how it is. But, um... Yeah, that's really it for Steph. that. That's really no. Steph no, tore his Achilles, bro. He ain't. He's not gonna be, have the quickness. He's like those. Those three are all six, seven, and above. So like they have height already. Steph is a point. He's a guard. Like he needs the quickness. He needs the speed. That he, he uses that for his game. Yeah. Like if you notice with Chris Paul, like he's lost speed. He's lost quickness. And so his game is not the same. He's getting worse. That like as a smaller player, you just need certain things in the Achilles. Tearing that limits you severely in that aspect. Hmm. So Steph Curry would not get a max contract after tearing his Achilles. Damn. He'd just be a spot up shooter because he's not dancing off the dribble. He's gonna be slower. He's not as fast, so you can stick with him. He still got that fast release, but like it's easier to stay with him on the dribble. Mm-hmm. But um, complete yeah. side comment. Complete. It's gonna be completely off subject. Do you see a comeback at all for Derrick Rose? Bro, hell no! It's been how many years? I know, I know. Just really how, how he's been playing because of how he's been playing recently. Recently, you this think, season been he hasn't played in three months. I'm, you know what I meant this past the, season? Nah, he he calmed down. I know what you're talking about, but he you calmed think down there's in the like a reason for him to actually like because like he's a vet. I, I he's a vet. What you you saw? Derrick Rose seasoned vet. You saw Derrick. He is a seasoned vet. Yeah. But you saw Derrick Rose knowing what he was doing because he finally got a jump shot, a consistent jump shot. Exactly. That's but I'm saying like, he, how old is he? 29, 28. Yeah, so he can be in the league for, like, yeah, he can definitely be in the league. He was thinking about retiring last year. You just got to think about that. I know. But, well, when you're Derrick Rose and you've been through what he's been through, I don't blame you for wanting, like, to think about retiring. But I'm saying if he wasn't and he actually, like, yeah, like you said, he found his shot. So that means it's possible for him to improve. You don't think he could ever be, like, the nasty one we once knew him to be? No, hell no. If he wasn't that like three years after the injury, that's long gone. Because he's only he's only getting older, and your body doesn't get younger as you get older. You feel me? So like, he's just losing more ability as he gets older. Facts. That's why he needs to refine his shooting. Because that's one thing you can get better as you get older. Mm-hmm. His game was predicated on athleticism. He does not have that athleticism anymore. Therefore, he will not be the same D Rose ever again. Updates on Melo. There is no update. <laughs> I wish y'all saw his face, but yeah, there is no updates on Melo. Dude, I'm just looking at all my vets. He'll like, get damn. signed. No, I believe Melo's going to get signed. <laughs> I'm looking at all my vets like, damn. like It's Ivan. Is Vince Carter retiring yet? Is he still next out year, here? After next, next year. year. He said that? Yeah. Okay. Who else do I got to check on? <laughs> Everyone else is gone. Oh, uh, what's it called, man? From what? Tony Parker? Tony Parker or Tim Duncan? Was it Tim Duncan or Tim Parker that retired? Tim Duncan's been out of the game for three years. That's what I thought. So it was Tony, Tony Parker, Parker retired this okay. year. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that was it for the Rich Sports Report. Time for music. All right, word. New music. Oh, we got a lot to talk about because there's a lot of new music. Um,. Did we not talk about Diaspora last week? No, we didn't. Okay, so Goldling dropped an album um, last week called... Diaspora. Diaspora. 
Uh, a couple of fire chats on there. I really like Zulu screams with Malik uh, Barry and BB Borelli. I also fuck with um, Joking with Ari P- Pensman. Oh, Khalid did his thing on days like this. Also. That nigga Khalid killed that yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. And my nigga, my nigga, um, my nigga Pusha T, he did his thing on Coke White. Okay. His part of that song, like he he did his thing. Yeah, I haven't. And then Tyler, the Tyler the Creator, also low key snapped a little bit. I feel like. That's just me. Mm. This album was really good. Like I did not, I, I did not expect this. Yeah, Gold Link's dope. I fuck with. I'm him. hip. I just really like. I I learned how dope he was from this album. Like I'm good for him. Um, long live Mexico, Lil Key. Yeah, Lil Key. It's the key. album right now, bro. Like this is the album. Mm-hmm. Oh, this shit slap. So people that don't that don't know Lil Key, he's a Lil rapper key. signed to Young Thug's uh, label YSL. <laughs> Um, he's from ATL. He's been doing this thing for a minute. He's actually dropped a couple of projects before Long Live Mexico. The tape he dropped last year was Key Talk to Him, and we heard a little traction from it, but not as much traction as we are now hearing from uh, Long Live Mexico. Features on that album include Lil Duke, Gunna, Nav, Young Thug, Guap Tarantino, MSAPG. Lil Got It. Lil, Lil Uzi. Gotti, YMNW, YNW Melly. Moneybag Yo, Roddy Rich. Uh, and every single sorts. one of those features goes freaking hard. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I apply. That's what I applaud Lil Keaton for um, on this tape. He executed all of his features very well. Production was stellar on it. I think... Um, Whoever his engineer is definitely mixed his vocals Yo, in that, very that, well with that the beats. engineer deserves a raise. Yeah. And all of his feature all of his features did his thing. My favorite track on this album so far is probably anybody and either Pull Up or Rockstar. Yeah. He did his thing on this tape. Hopefully this yeah. is the tape. Million that, Dollar Mansion, hands down. Yeah. Hopefully this is the tape that like puts him out. In like the actual, night. I think it, I think it is, bro. Because the only reason I even stumbled upon this tape is because I was on Twitter. I think I see the Fawaz say, "Why had no one? Hit, why has no one hit me to Lil Kid? That is real quiet. <laughs> that is real quiet." And as soon as he said that, I was like, "All right, Fawaz said that. This nigga must be nice." Because Fawaz got is a tough critic. You feel mm-hmm. me? So I gave I gave the first three tracks a listen. I was like, "Oh." Okay. Yeah. I was like, okay. Then I got to Million Dollar Mansion. I was like, I played that shit five straight times. <laughs> I was just like, all right, this is my ch- this this album slaps. The rest yeah. of it just did it for me. First five tracks like slaps. That's a yeah. fact. That's a fact. I really fucked with it. Um, and I listened to the entire thing for the first time today before you pulled up. So yeah. I was bumping. This shit was dope. Um, because the Raptors won the NBA uh finals. We said we were going to get a Drake song. Instead, the motherfucker gave us two tracks. Um, how do you pronounce the first one? Is it Amaretta? Amaretta, yeah. Amaretta. Where have I heard that before? Is that a place? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He, he said it before. Okay, crazy. I just read that title, and I was like, yeah, it sounds like something Drake would say. To be honest, <laughs> I, I, I only played that song the first time. I heard, Like, the first time just to hear it, and I haven't played it since. So you didn't fuck with that track? No. Money in the Grave is Rick Ross. That's, yo, his verse on this shit. Man, I need a Ross tape. <laughs> That's all I could think about when I heard his verse on this. Cause, I mean, Drake, yeah, Drake did his shit, but it was just a regular Drake verse. Nothing special about it. Ross, I fucked with his delivery and his flow. I fucked with Drake's flow on that song. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, Drake, talk your shit. Nah, I'm just, I think Ross made this song though. Niggas went mad. 
yeah, yeah. I think Ross made the song though. Like, if it wasn't for Ross, it wouldn't be as hot as it was, or as it as it is right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Money in the Grave definitely was the best song out of, out of those two, or the better song of those two. Yeah, Rick Ross definitely did his thing. Um, yeah, we, we waiting for Ross to come back. It's he's been quiet for too I'm long. A, I've been tweeting him every day for the last uh, week. Ross. Yeah. Uh. Drop that album. Facts. But um, the other song though, I don't even know if it's called Amaretta. I see um, or Morta. I don't know something. Um, I fucked with that track. He had a lot of quotable bars in there. I saw a lot of IG ch- caps and, captions in that shit. I don't listen to song to listen for IG captions. I, I know, but I'm just saying. When I say that, I just mean like I heard a lot of bars in the song. You feel I mean, me? I hear it. I'm, like it probably was. It's just the beat choice wasn't for me. Ah, uh, okay. It just yeah, it just wasn't my vibe. Well, I mean, what's it's probably like if I want to listen to some. A nigga talk his shit on a track. I'll probably listen to it. Well, you want to know what's interesting? Um, how artists normally put out singles. They did this back in the day, and they're starting to do it again now. It would be the A side and the B side because their singles used to drop on like records, vinyls, and shit like that. So something like this, the A side is um, Omorda, and then the B side is Money in the Grave. What's weird? Is that yeah? We're saying "Money in the Grave" is a harder track, but the A side is typically the single. You feel me? Like it's typically the single that's supposed to get the people. But instead of making "Money in the Grave" um, the A side, Drake made it the B side. So like that, that that was interesting to see. I think he had more faith, or the or murder or murder track, whatever, was supposed to be more hidden. I don't know. I just want to point that. Out. I felt like that was simple. That was uh, interesting to peep. Cause he did that on uh, the Scary Hours EP when he when he dropped God's Plan and um, Diplomatic Community. He made God's Plan the A side because that turned out being the big ass single. It turned out being, and then he made Diplomatic Community the B side. And that's why I compared Diplomatic Community to the Amorta track. Cause I'm like, oh, I like okay. Diplomatic Community better than than this one. Than God's Plan. There you go. You just like B-sides. <laughs> you fuck with the B-sides. <laughs> there you go. That means the one that's supposed to be the one. You're like, nah, I like the other one. <laughs> Better. Yeah, no, I hear, no, I fuck with Money in the Grave, too. That, I bump that shit all the time. I'm like, yeah, Drake's cool. But then Ross's presence is fire, too. I listen to a lot of Ross today. I think on the entire way uh, to, getting brec- to getting lunch, I played, like, Ross and Hove tracks. Cause when those two were together on a track, bro, huh. I did like, I did, devil is a lie, um, fuck with me, you know I got it, and what else? Moving bass like back to back to back, and like other tracks that three kings back to back to back. They got fire tracks, bro. I've heard that way too many times. Oh, that song is still fire. When it came out, I bumped it way too much. Oh yeah. That was me with fucking me, you know I got it. I was like, I throw that shit on anywhere. I'm, I'm, that's a banger anywhere, yo. I need another Ross and uh, uh, Hove song. Yo, give me a tape. That'd be fire. Hove and Ross. I'd be what? I am dealing coke the next day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dreamville came out with some two track, two track party pack. Um, yeah. Down bad feature. Well, all right. So the first track was down bad featuring JID, Baz, J Cole, um, more people, etc. <laughs> JID, Baz, J Cole, Young Nudie, and uh, Earth Gang. 
Yeah, young young Ludi made that track. He was on the song for like ten seconds. Yeah, and his intro to JID is what really like. You think so? Yeah, the way JID came off of Young Nudie shit was fired. <laughs> I'm sorry. I for some reason I fuck with Nudie's part too, but when they included his part in the song, I was like, Yo, I feel like Nudie had a full verse, and y'all just cut, cut his, him. Off. You just cut him off. <laughs> I was like, What's the point of even having no, him on this shit, bro? Nudie has been making. I remember when he said, "I'm not a rapper. I do this shit for fun." I remember him saying that, and then recently he's just been blowing up. Yeah, he's slowly been blowing up, but I also feel like he hasn't really been doing anything to put himself out there, out there like that. He's, he's, he's not just a riding. Rapper. He yeah, just I feel like he's just fun. riding under the radar. He does it for fun, bro. And he just happens to be good at it. Yeah, I fuck with his voice and his flow. Very unique. Down well, southern, I'm, very southern. Yeah, I'm waiting for Pissy Pamper to come out. Still. What do you mean Still, it is? Out? Well, that's not officially out, bro. It's on SoundCloud. Yeah, it's not officially like it's not official. It's just like Nigga, you can hear the whole track. Oh, I know, I have <laughs> it. I have it in my library, but it's like it's not the official track. You feel me? You that's just need him to say, oh, all right, this is the official. I track. need them like, to dro- officially drop that master. I want Playboy Cardi to sound like <laughs> where sound like what he's supposed to sound like and place where he's supposed to be placed. So you want the? Okay. I just want the official track. You all feel right. me? Cause that track's fire. Even though I really listened to it for Playboy Cardi, Young Nudie killed that shit also. Um, and then the other track was uh, "Got Me" with Ty Dolla Sign, Ari Lennox, Omen, and Dreezy. I believe were all, everyone on that song. Uh, what'd you think about it? I like the I like the first track more than the, down I, bad. I don't even listen to the second one. Ty Dolla Sign killed that. He probably did. Yeah, I listened to it once. I haven't gone back to it. Um, okay, so if you listen to Down Bad, how do you think everybody did on that? Oh, all right. So in order of bars, or or in order of my favorite on the track. So all right, we ain't even gonna include Young Nudie because this shit was so short. So JID, J Cole, Baz, Earth Gang. Ah, okay. That's a good list. You put JID above J Cole. That's what's up. I mean, well, J Cole also- ain't gonna be the best on every track. Oh, I hear he you. usually is, but like. At the, like Dreamville, he probably trying to get his people to shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fucked with. He's probably uh, saving bars on this tape. If you want me to be honest, probably you better drop a bunch of. When that uh, Revenge of the Dreamers three drop, I really just expect Cole to be talking to shit only. Like that's it. I only expect him to be talking to shit for the entire album. And if he doesn't, I'll be like, Cole, what you doing? <laughs> like this isn't your album. This is Dreamville's album. Just give everyone. Their time to do their own shit. Just, just talk your shit for the rest of the album. We don't need anything else from you. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like that list. JID did come off pretty strong. He was a strong ass intro um, that led into a catchy ass hook. Yeah. And then fucking Ed Sheeran, probably a name that y- y'all didn't expect to ever hear on. I'm this gonna tell podcast. you right now, I didn't listen to this, so this is all you. No, it's okay. Um, it's an album that's dropping. It hasn't dropped yet. Oh, I. Right. So I'm not listening to it. So it's all you. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> so he's dropping uh, this album called Number Six Collaborations. And normally I wouldn't like talk about this shit at all on the podcast, but it was. I wanted to bring it up because it was interesting reading the features that he has for this um, album. So things to know: every single song on the album has a feature. Um, that ain't an album, then. Well, like Tori did it with "Love Me Now." Every single did every song have a feature? Yeah, that was a well. Why don't you love me? I think. All right, there, the you <laughs> there you but go. There you go. But the purpose of "Love Me Now," 
like Tori said, like this was the tape for all the feel. Like I was just having fun. I just put all my features on this one for the fans. He literally called Love Me Now for the fans. You feel me? So this one is another album that's like that for the fans. So let me just read you the features, okay? Khalid, Camila Cabello, Cardi B, Chance the Rapper, PMB Rock, Stormzy, Justin Bieber, Travis Scott, Eminem, 50 Cent, Young Thug, Jay Huss. You said 50 Cent and Ed Sheeran? I'm not surprised. 50 Cent, Eminem, and Ed Sheeran are all on the same song. Um, LMA, Dave from London, I remember him. Her, Meek Mill, A Boogie with the Hoodie, Skrillex, Bruno Mars, and Chris Stapleton. First of all, I've never been excited to listen to an Ed Sheeran song my whole life more than I'm excited to hear Ed Sheeran, Mika Mill, and A Boogie with the Hoodie. <laughs> I'm also curious to see how that Travis Scott feature sounds like, too. And 50 Cent. 50 Cent's going to murder that. I already know. I could probably fuck with uh, 50 Cent. I have no actually. take on this because I don't listen to Ed Sheeran, so I'm sorry. I, I, don't, I don't really listen. Nah, it's cool. I don't really listen to him like that either, but like I know all the hits and just seeing all these names work with him. I heard the track uh, Cross Me with Chance the Rapper and PMB Rock. That was a nice little vibe. I don't care with Justin Bieber. Eh, that was, eh, that was all right. But I fucked with the Chance the Rapper and the PMB Rock feature. Uh, so when the album does come out, I'm going to give it a listen. It's supposed to come out July 12th. I'm going to give it a listen, and I'll let you know if that shit's actually popping or not. Still waiting for Chick's Tape 5 to drop. Who knows when that's going to drop. Nah, fuck all that. I need, I need Ross's tape. Yeah, we need Ross's tape as well. Um, and yeah, I think, let me check my thing. I think that's it for new music. Oh, Tiger's hot in these streets right now. He dropped a track with DJ Snake, J Balvin. I fucked with it. It's called, uh, Loco Contigo. Translation, crazy with you. I'm nice. Took Spanish in high school. <laughs> and then Common also dropped a song with Daniel Man, Caesar called, um, Her Love. Common's, Common's nice. He's Common's a poet. Old. He's a poet. I fuck with him. Common's old. All right. You're old. <laughs> and yeah that's pretty much uh, it for new music I guess we're going into reality checks now yeah let's do it alright so I've recently made plans well I've recently tried to get back my workout routine and it's really hard just because of the, the work grind and just wanting to have time for yourself after work so I'm just making it a goal of mine to just make sure I get to the gym five times this week. So my reality check is basically just when you set a goal, just make sure you stick to it. Do whatever you can to achieve that goal, because once you do it, you're going to feel a sense of satisfaction that no one else could have given you. And the fact that you gave it to yourself makes it that much better because, you know, you can keep giving yourself that sense of satisfaction by just sticking to what you say. And knowing that you can follow through with the things that you do say you want to do is just really encouraging and powerful for your mental. Just knowing that you have that ability to follow through with things that you want to get done. So that's my reality check. Just me finding the ability to stick with whatever you want to get done and getting that shit done. Because Lord knows what you could have been doing in your other time. You know what I mean? Getting distracted, all that, getting in trouble. So just focus. And then for my reality check is um, focused on time. Hey, yo, whatever you have plans for your life, for your future, anything like that, if you really want to get it done, if you really want to accomplish that goal, 
Yo, just believe that you can do it. It's very possible to obtain. However, it might take some time to get there. I feel like once people understand the luxury of time and that, yo, wherever they want to get to, they're going to get there sometime. It's just going to, they're going to get there at some point. It's just going to take some time. Once you understand that, I feel like you're going to be much more peaceful with everything else that's going on in your life. Because I feel like with um, people our age, they set a deadline, like a schedule to be like, okay, by this time, I'm supposed to be doing this. Um, at this point of the year, I should be doing this. And that's cool. Set out an entire plan for yourself. That's cool. You know what you want. Stay motivated, whatever. But then people tend to fall off because when they don't meet the goal at that certain time, everything, even though they've been working hard in the meantime, I feel like when they don't hit the goal at that certain time, everything goes to waste and they don't want to do it or they're just discouraged or um, unmotivated to go on. And my reality check to you is to, yo, take your time. Like, life isn't going anywhere. You are still going to wake up tomorrow. You are still going to do everything that you wanted to do is just going to take some time. You feel me? So I always preach patience. Um, Some people ask, what's my key to being calm all the time? Or how can I be chill all the time? Part of that question, part of that answer, depression. Second part of that answer, I'm a patient ass dude, bro. (laughs) Like I'm just a patient ass dude. That's what it is. I understand. Like me in college, I was telling Rich, um, I've told people before I'm upset. I express it all the time that I'm, I'm upset that I technically should have graduated college in 2018. But the fact that I haven't, you know, I'm not like soaking around. I was when I hit my, um, when I went through my phases, um, yeah, I was upset and I was vividly upset. But then when I took the time to just take shit back, calm down, breathe it out, and just know, yo, Dev, you're going to get that degree sometimes. It's just gonna, not going to come at the time that you want it. Once I just accepted that, I, I was at peace with everything and was like, okay, now that I have more time to do it, that technically means I have more time to do it correctly. You feel me? So I just have a clearer mind about that when it comes to the podcast. I, sometimes I'm like, yo, I feel like at this point we should be doing this. If we're doing that before that time, then great, it's lit. If we're not there, then I'm not discouraged about that. And that's another reason why people ask how we're able to just bang this shit out all the time, kill it every single week with ease is because we are patient individuals. We know what we bring to the table. We know what we um, provide for the audience. The whole world will know that too. It just takes time and we're cool with that. You feel me? Because we've accepted that and we know everything's going to come. We just got to wait for our moment. And once you've accepted that, like I said, everything just becomes so much easier. It becomes easier to go to sleep and becomes easier to wake up the next day because you know you're going to get there. And yeah, that's my reality check. Now let's do vibes of the week. So I've been preaching how fucking little kid shit is my my favorite shit right now so obviously my vibe of the week is off his album and it's million dollar mansion featuring young thug
working dead a week. Living easy breezy, we fuck on designer sheets. I had me so handy with my act now on the seas. Me and all I need, what but maybe got a chance. Patty work for me, cause me in the beans right now. Keep designer kids on my bitch all the time. Paris Hills and Magic in the hills, that's the stars. Mansion, Lil Kid featuring Young Thug off his new album, Long Live Mexico. And then you know me, when Rich wants to get lit, I bring it down just a little bit to keep everything chill, you feel me? So you are going to be listening to Danny Lee featuring Chris Brown, and this is The Easy Remix.
And that was Easy Remix by Danny Lee featuring Chris Brown. I hope you enjoyed. And that was pretty much the podcast. Shout out to everyone that actually stuck with us for the entire time. We talked a lot of heavy issues, but then we got to joke around and have fun on some issues too. Um, Yeah, big moves coming. Soon to be announced. Can't wait to share it with y'all. But until then... You've been listening to The Urban Product. It's your boy, DME. It's your boy, Cozy Rich. And we will catch you at the same time next week. Love. Deuce. We got the real live shit from front to back. Tell my niggas in the world where the fuck you at. Where my niggas is at. Where my niggas is at. Where the fuck my bitches at. Where my bitches is at. We got the real live shit from front to back. Tell my niggas in the world where the fuck you at. Where my niggas is at. Where my niggas is at. Where the fuck my bitches at. Where my bitches is at. We got the real live shit from front to back. Tell my niggas in the world where the fuck you at. Where my niggas is at. Where my niggas is at. Where the fuck my bitches at? Where my bitches is at? We got the real live shit from front to back. Tell my niggas in the world where the fuck you at. Where my niggas is at? Where my niggas is at? Where the fuck my bitches at? Where my bitches is at? We got the real live shit. Fuck y'all niggas wanna do.